Now I mean, I was with an older head. Older head put me under the wing. Now I'm saying, he showed me a few things. I learned a lot. The most valuable thing that I learned was that in order to make a difference, you gotta travel outside of your environment and come back. Hey, God, we ride forwards. They was never Toyotas. Called mine, but I'm not the register owner. I told her, stay in the right lane next to the shoulder. We gon' get there. Say a prayer if they pull us over. Used to ride with it in the truck under the donut. Ain't no much. We was young kids, now we grown up. Some older. I moved different through the exposure. Got a stash and a button on the dash. The controller. Pops wasn't rare. The cat was never shoulders. It's all good. I get the power before it's over. Got all my power from mixing powder and soda. And my wheels ain't been basic since I was in a stroller. Had a couple choices like college diplomas. Instead, I'm surrounded by narcotic aromas. Had this one chick that was driving from Minnesota. Never thought a female would end up my real soldier. Huh. And I'ma get rich on this interstate. Just me and my bitch on this interstate. I started with a brick on this interstate, got a house and a few wits from this interstate, uh, uh. car full of winners on this interstate, just me and my nigga on this interstate, we trying to see them figures on this interstate, gotta keep a finger by a trigger on this interstate, my nigga 38 car like Shay, I need you to bring it home, I got some work for you, but first, take me on speakerphone, go somewhere where we can speak alone, you trying to make some cash, that's like music to my ears, I'm trying to sing along, but this plan consists of a lot of dope, Make sure you're ready before you tell me yes, cause this is not a joke. I reply like, yeah, I got it, bro. If they pull me over, just have a plan B like the condom, bro. I ain't trying to be sleeping up on no top bunk on this interstate. I pray I don't see a cop bunk. Hey, yo, don't worry about no lawyer up there. You know I got funds that you gon' ride with me. Yeah, nigga, I'm calling shotgun. Let's go. Cause ain't no job for me too big to complete. Say it costs to be a boss, shit, I wish it was cheap. He just need a ride or die, chick to fill up the seat. If we hit a fork in this road, we pick that shit up and eat. Just me and my bitch on this interstate. I started with a brick on this interstate. Got a house and a few wits from this interstate. Car full of winners on this interstate. Just me and my nigga on this interstate. We trying to see them figures on this interstate. Gotta keep a finger by a trigger on this interstate. Shout out, shout out, shout out. My peoples, my peoples, yo. Fucking 38 special trust, man. Shay Noir, man. They them motherfuckers together is really whew. nigga. That yeah, that 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 beat, that beat gives me very like like 90 soul. That's what that like that's what that sound like. Some sound. Yeah. yeah, man. Like, and the thing is, what's going on, Joe? Oh uh, man, with that, with mm -hmm. that. Man, it's just that album. Shout out, shout out, uh, 38 Special Man, Interstate 38. That album is a dope listen, man. If you talk about just mm -hmm. like just really simple themes that you know, what I'm saying pop for people like me that love detail to um, a real thought put into their projects, you talk about just really just an uh, album where you talk the theme is just you on the road hitting licks, and this is the soundtrack to it. Sucks. I thought it was it was really good music. The toll booth joint. This 
Um, what else did he have on there? The shit, with, the shit with Benny. I forgot that box of oh, that beat to that joint, yes. man. Man, definitely like, yo, mm -hmm. if this would have came out a little bit earlier in the year, probably would have hit my um my top 10, but you know what I'm saying? But there's neither here nor there, man. Dope, dope album from him, man. Check that joint out. The Interstate 38 featuring Ransom, Shea Noir, El Camino, you know what I'm saying? Class Murder. It's a lot of people on here, man, that, that he meshes well with and worked with um throughout the year also. You know, you had him working with El Camino, on two projects this year. So it was good to see them, you know saying, ending the year strong together also. But man, um, shoot, man, what's going on, man? How was your Christmas? We're back after a nice little vacation that I feel we did not need, but it's whatever. Nah, we, we, we needed it, man, because I was done. Man, my week, my, I spent my Christmas, man, upside down. I so, bet. You know what I'm saying? Upside nah, down. Man. How was your I Christmas, was bro? Nah, it was good, man. I, I spent it. Um, um, uh, my niece had a like a pajama brunch kind of thing. Um, to open presents or whatever. Yeah, no, nah, it was dope. That's why in the picture I posted, I, I'm in. I, the think I feel like I kind of went through that same thing too. But finish it. I didn't. I just, I just wasn't told I was in. That was doing that. I had my pajamas on. You know what I'm saying? I had no bottom, so I had to wear my champion sweats. You know what I'm saying? But I didn't have no oh, bottom. Facts, you know what I'm saying? So, and then you know, I, I had a uh, dirty mimosa, uh, my creation, a dirty mimosa. I take orange juice and I put rum in it, dark rum. So, I, I had a yeah. few cups of that. Um, damn, nigga, was you angry? You angry nah. at breakfast, nigga? No, nah, man, not at all. At breakfast, Christmas was wonderful because I had to work the night before, I had to work Christmas Eve. So, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, 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 um, that was. Nigga, like that was a whole other discussion. Mommy, Uncle Loso's drooling over the eggs again. Nigga, I was I was done. And then the next day I did the I drank again, man. Like round two, man. I was listen. Like, like Christmas was beautiful, man. Like Christmas spending time with family. This was the first year, I feel like, or like no, last year too. Last year too. Last year and this year are the two years that I feel like I learned that Christmas. Is more about who you're with, who you spend it with, and just the thought and, and, and everything else around it, and, and not the you know, not the gifts or anything, you know what I'm saying? As a kid, you know, we come up thinking that Christmas is automatically gift time. Mm -hmm. Now, nah, bro, the older you get, the more you appreciate what Christmas is really about. You know? No, that's true, man. That's true, bro. <sighs> Oh, I see. I see what we're doing today. Okay. You, know what I'm saying? you, you flexing? You flexing? Okay, I see you. Hey, man, how, how, you want about to be some shit, Patch. But, how was your Christmas, beloved? Um, Pretty much the same, bro. Like I said, uh, like I spent it with family, man. Like me, my family, well, just my immediate family, me, my mom, and my sister, we're really tight-knit. So every Christmas, we're usually either spending it, you know what I'm saying, at my dude's crib or her crib. And, uh, you know what I'm saying, she got her three kids now. So it's like we really are just trying to make Christmas as great for them as they can. Now, we got the oldest who's, you know what I'm saying, up to she's 12, about to be 13. So she get what Christmas is about, obviously. She went through her phases. She found out, you know what I'm saying, whatever, whatever. <laughs> but the 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 three-year-old and the four-year-old, or two-year-old and the four-year-old, you want to still, well, me at least, you still want to keep that belief of Santa alive. Like, I don't know. 
I always thought, I always thought that that belief system, that belief was always one of the best things to have as a kid. Your imagination and such like that, and with families today trying to, well, not families, but just with today of our the internet age being so, I guess for lack of a better term, exposing or you know what I'm saying it's more broad. A lot it's of more stuff. broad. Yeah, it's like a lot of parents don't want to give them give that credit to the imagination they want to they want to take all the credit and say oh well i'm working for it you know what i'm saying you should be you're pretty much i'm not about to let you think of some imaginary character which in some instances i'm I, okay i feel you on that but it's like i guess the old school in me makes me be like nah let me set let's let's go get the cookies let's get the milk you know what i'm saying Have that's good the- though man like you you're know keeping saying? you're keeping that um because listen a child's innocence and like their that imagination and everything like that 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 that's that's precious you know what i'm saying like you Yo, want to you want to keep that for as long as you can cuz there's going to come an age where you're going to wish they I'm were still you, young you know what i'm saying damn like why are they so why are they so why are they asking so many questions about what's going on why can't they just use their fucking imagination Facts. i remember how did you find out that uh santa wasn't real in in, in your childhood Damn, how did I find out? <laughs> and you got remember, I like I said, bro, I was a I was a Christmas simp, bro. A Christmas fucking simp. Said a Christmas simp. Bro, like <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, man, dude, as a kid, bro, I used to watch all of the fucking movies. You gotta think about being in Buffalo. We're in the land of snow, damn near. So it's like I used to be like waiting for snow to come down when i see the sky start turning orange i was like oh yeah it's winter time like that's how much of a winter sip i was like were you that kid that like stood out and made a snowman and all kind of shit like that well tried to i just sucked very badly at doing it but wow. but other than that man fuck snow making snowman yo we were just burying each other in the snow slamming niggas in snow Snow fights, jumping off the <laughs> jumping off the top porch into the snow banks and shit. It was lit like that. So for me, like I I love everything that came with Christmas time. So when it came to movies and shit like that, I love the the all the aura of this whole Santa coming at night, all of that good stuff. Whoop de whoop. So when I finally found out, I guess it was more so like my mom just straight up asking me, "What you want for Christmas?" Yeah, what you want for Christmas? Like straight up, like and I was just like, uh, it you were back, and I wasn't like hurt or anything. I was just like, well, I guess this makes sense. Like you know what I'm saying? Right. It's like she didn't like, and I don't know if it was a mistake or anything. It slipped out. Yeah, it was just like, <laughs> yeah, what you want for Christmas? And damn, lo and behold, this is exactly what I got. You know what I'm saying, man? I used to be a wild dude during Christmas back day. I used to take scissors and shit and slit the fucking gift open a little yeah. bit. See what I got? Oh yeah, Go ahead, mama. Go ahead. You did. You did it. You did Son, it. When I was a kid, bro, I was doing the same shit like you, cutting the little piece of the present to see if it's right. But how I found out that Santa wasn't real was because I was cutting up in school. You know what I'm saying? And my mom, kind of like your mom let it slip out you know i ain't getting you shit for christmas if you and that's how the imagination went away you ain't did you did you fire santa 
Bro, and I mean, it, it was legit too because that was the year I fucked up royally. And I wanted, I think, what did I want? I wanted some shit. I think I wanted like skates or some shit. Bro, my man she, was here on his bro bounce. I opened up a box, nigga. I found a box of Chinese checkers, man. Mm. Can you hit? Can you hit the the want 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 for me, brother? Nah, you know what I got for you? I got a good one for you, brother. Oh man, where my joint go? I gotta add it in here. That shit just had me. This nigga said the fucking. Oh, no, I gotta give you my man joint, fam. Like. That's our bro. Yo, you know the fucking uh Liberty Mutual commercial? <laughs> Where it's like, I got, oh, I got was a bike. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that commercial had oh me dying. Bike. Straight up dying. And that's how I felt like you was making it sound like, oh, I got some fucking checkers. <laughs> I was fucking up Chinese checkers for that whole year, though. Oh, niggas was up. Hey, bro, you yeah. trying to checkers? No, fam. No. I got the N64 the year after, though. So, I, you know, it was up for real, for real. So. Nah, that's, man, to, for a nigga who still got this, well, got his shit, got his shit right now, bro, that's fire, bro. Like, that time, like, I think I had got one, but it was something wrong with mines. Oh. I don't know what it was. So I just ended up sitting it to the side for the rest of the time. I don't know what was wrong with it. I think I missed a wire. I needed like because back in the day you needed like a certain wire. I didn't have that, so I had to wait for my cousin to let me use his shit. I didn't get to play my shit for like another week. That's insane, B. I'd be tight. I'd be tight. Like that's the thing, man. With Christmas, like as in, and when you get that system, bro. When I got my PS2 for the first time, you couldn't tell me shit, bro. I hooked that shit up instantly. Mm-hmm. Didn't touch, didn't leave my fucking room for Nigga, like three days, maybe. That's finna be me once the stimmy hit and I get that one S. Shit. Are you going with the Xbox? It's cheap, bro. It's cheaper. It's cheaper. Yeah, niggas. I tell ya. I'm I am, I am half Dominican, and that means I am pretty cheap. I'm just wait. I'm gonna get me the fucking joint when that shit hit mass product. When that shit hit that shit out mass. Like I said, they just win every day. All this shit right now is just basically trying to build up who got the better, who got the better, who got the better block right now. Xbox, who who running to Xbox block right now? Who running to PS4 block right now? You know what I'm saying? Everybody's running to the PS4 block. That PS4 block looking kind of looking kind of empty right now. Everybody inside playing their PS5. Yeah, bro. But wait till wait till the new batch coming. When the new batch coming is gonna be nasty. That new work. It's gonna hit the block crazy. All the motherfuckers who got this shit for Christmas, you know what I'm saying? I think that's all still like part of the defective, defective bunch. But when that shit come out, like probably like springish, you know what I'm saying? February, it's gonna be that shit gonna be clean cut. They probably gonna have a black version and everything, bro. When the black version come out, don't talk to me. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, you know that picture on Twitter where it's like the dude like laughing and then he takes the mask off and it's like him like mad. That's you right now. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's you right now. Bro, no, I'm telling you, I'm really not, bro. I almost, <laughs> almost, caught, I almost bought another PlayStation 4 game yesterday. I just didn't feel like playing it, to be honest with you. I don't play this shit now. I um, haven't bought 2K21 yet. I'm going to wait till I get I have, Bro, y'all know me on 2K. I, man, please. Yeah, I have fun with that shit. I haven't got played that shit since, what I say, 2000. 15, 16? Because you trash. Because you, you garbage. No, y'all niggas is trash for letting them rob y'all like that. Trash. <laughs> them niggas is walking y'all pockets every year. I'm dog walking the shit out of them, boy. Got my lunch money, nigga. Mm-hmm. Got Sony. my money, God. Fuck 2K. you talking about. 2K no is Debo. Today, nigga. You need a new character. 2K is Debo, bro. For real. Oh, you thought you were paying child support this month? Nah, son. I need more sneakers. <laughs> it's time to grind for that VC. I'm telling you, bro. Like, man, they done, they done fuck niggas up with that shit, bro. Oh, man, we on the court. Nigga, go to an actual court. <laughs> hey, man. I do both. And, and I'll, I'll, this is coming from a nigga who has not been on the court in years. And I'll, I'll, cook, you like like I'll cook you in real ball. Oh no, you won't. Oh yes, I will. Don't let this fool you, bro. Trust me. More agile. I hate, now. I hate when when niggas do this shit. We like, hey nigga, I I really cook you. No nigga, no. It is like a five minute conversation on all the moves they did in high school. Oh, man, I had I had a little Jimmy. I had a little Jimmy, a little one. No our truth. A little Jimmy. What the fuck is you our truth now? I had I had a little Jimmy. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't pure, but it was wet. Oh, a J. I'm like, what the fuck is a Jimmy? Yeah. That's what y'all call jump shots? That's what I, yeah. A Jimmy? A Jimmy. That's upsetting. That sounds too much like Jimmy hat. Yeah, like, hey, man, you got a Jimmy. <laughs> it's like y'all have some mischievous shit. Like, hey, brother, you got that Jimmy night going good tonight, brother. Nah, man, fuck out of here. Jimmy. Got the Jimmy going good. Nah, so if somebody tell me my Jimmy wet, bro, I'm I'm probably punching him in the mouth. <laughs> ass, my nigga. I'm probably punching that man in the mouth. Like, nigga, what? My nigga, my friend, the fuck is you talking about? <laughs> Pause all of that shit. Pause all of that shit. Like, yo, what? Like, this is what I'm saying. Like, like no. No, sir. No, sir. The show is falling off the rails 20 minutes in, man. We ain't shit. No, sir. Control. Out of control. For real, son. You just ruined that Jimmy conversation. You just ruined that. I can't call my shit a Jimmy no more. Please don't. I wish you wouldn't. You're Jimmy wet. <sighs> disgusting ass niggas, B. Fuck is wrong with y'all. Hey, why can't you just say the jumper, the jumper, the jumper? What's wrong with a jumper? Cause everybody says jumper, and you know a jumper is actually an outfit. You know what I'm saying? So, nigga, we know that, but aren't you jumping in the fucking air? If like, like, if you say yo, your jumper is wet, did, does that mean you pissed on yourself? Nigga, what, dude? It is up here just wearing jumpers. I don't know. This nigga's wearing basketball court on the farm, like off, like off and one and shit. Remember they had the basketball court on the farm. Oh, on the street hoop shit, right? Street hoops, I still call yeah. it. Yo, son, that's what niggas probably say some shit like that. But this, no, my nigga, no. Your jumper, your, your jumper is pure. 
You can't say your Jimmy is pure because even that sound bad. You feel me, son? But man, what did you get for Christmas, man? What did you I got. You know what? I'll show you. How about that? Oh, this nigga happy as fuck. I'll show you, man. So my sister, you know what I'm saying? She spoiled a brother. You're talking about got me, you know, the Adidas, you know what I mean? Got me the Adidas long sleeve. You know what I'm talking okay. about? It don't stop there. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean. Also, I got the uh Lacoste, which I'll probably end up wearing tomorrow because my fresh prince did not hear yet. Oh yeah, you gotta get the hat to go with it now. Get the navy blue hat to go with it. I'm not, I'm not wearing you. a hat tomorrow, man. I'm getting a cut. Gotta let you know what I'm saying. I gotta, I let, gotta let the wave show. I feel you on that, brother. You know, and I got you know, and I got my uh Duncan gift card because you know I Duncan. live at Duncan. Hey man, y'all got no Timmy hoes. Timmy hoes, what's that? Of Tim Hortons. <laughs> oh yeah, we don't have. That's Canada. We don't. We don't really. Well, no, we got we got a lot of them here, but you know that's we on the border, so y'all right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They niggas came in like say we eating on this block. <laughs> I mean, I've heard nothing but good things about Tim Hortons, man. But I mean, no, they, they, they we only had a Starbucks in Duncan, and I have a Starbucks at my job, so I don't really. You know what I mean. Yeah, it's 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 definitely uh it's definitely valid. It's definitely valid. What, what did you get for Christmas? What did you get blessed with for Christmas, dog? Um, yo, sweater gang, sweater gang. You know, say I got two uh got me two nice uh Nike crew necks from my uh sister. Uh what else I got? I don't know if they were trying to tell me I stink or something, bro. Mm. But I got me a nice a nice pack of uh, some Axe, the, the body spray, the hair wash and the body wash, all that good shit. They told you to take like a shower. Five pack of deodorant. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, they told you to take a shower, dog. Right here. Dead ass. Like, hey, my nigga, go take a shower. Quarantine fresh, my nigga. Quarantine. But, um, <laughs> best thing I got. Oh, well, she had gave me a, a pair. She got me a pair of sneakers, some um Air Max 98s. Yeah, that and um, a new laptop, man. New laptop, man. Oh, your man's is broadcasting live from the new laptop. Yes, sir, man. I mean, still using the same camera from my last joint, but I shit is it shit is better, man. Better multitasking, so we're gonna be able to uh stream a little better. It's not gonna be as it's not gonna be all choppy and shit. So we definitely gonna be going um doing some live streams. You know, what I'm saying uh, this next, this new, this next coming year and such. So definitely, and niggas is getting the green screen too. Yes, boys is copying the green screen. We about to be lit doing dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And we on the block, somewhat. On the block. What the fuck is this sound? Bruh. Oh, <laughs> you, can, you can use that whenever I have one of my hot takes. <laughs> Yo, wow, got the Owen Wilson wow. Wow. Bro, I fucking used to think Owen Wilson was one of the funniest, unfunny dudes in the fucking world, yo. Owen Wilson looks funny, but he ain't fun. He does the thing because he's not like the people. The things I find him funny for is I don't think he's supposed to be finding funny for. Like that nigga's just naturally funny. Him and Owen Wilson. I mean Luke Wilson. The niggas Owen hilarious. Owen, Owen Wilson looked like Sarah J. Who? Owen Wilson looked like Sarah J. Damn, son. Damn. <laughs> Damn, son, where the air horns at? <laughs> God damn. 
God damn, God damn. Oh. <laughs> I just ruined a lot of niggas' night with that one, though. <laughs> I don't even know how to. F- oh, man. Anyway, you know, I don't watch the. You know, I don't watch the whites like that, but God damn. <laughs> That nigga said, Luke, he said Luke or Owen? Owen, that's the blonde one with the nose. God damn, son. Because Sarah J looked just like him. Like, yo, Sarah J is a fusion of Owen Wilson and Triple H. Yo. <laughs> this nigga is dumb. Yeah, I really don't know what she looked like like that to even know. Shout out, Sarah J. You been helping a nigga through quarantine. You and Havana. You know what I'm saying? Shout out Havana. Shout out Havana. Cuban muffin, follow on IG. But um, yeah, man. Like I said, Christmas was dope, man. Had a nice Christmas dinner after Christmas brunch for that morning. I felt like a little fat ass kid, man. But now that Christmas is over, people broke. You know what I'm saying? They waiting for the stimmies to come in. Stimmy, you get your stimmy, stimmy yet, bro? Joe, no, not, not his stimmy, man. That nigga, that nigga is. That's because Joe, Joe, it, he leads a double life. Joe, <laughs> Joe is Carl Winslow. Okay, you know what I'm saying? He literally is like Carl Winslow. I think it's pretty Carl Winslow. Joe is a '90s TV sitcom black dad, like straight through. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Joe, you my nigga. Joe, love you, dog. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. I mean, how you? How did you feel when you heard about the shit? We possibly able to get the stimulus checks, and it possibly can go to two thousand. But possibly, possibly. Now that we got the blockage from what's the dude name again? Uh, Franklin the Turtle. Oh, okay. We're just gonna call him old, old rich cracker. That's um. Hey, it's Franklin. That's that guy. Uh, <laughs> That's that guy. But yeah, that that shit. Shit, had, shit definitely was a nasty. Shit was nasty. B. I like, found out at work last night, man. I was calling my old card like like the plague. And they're like, Carlos, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm making a phone call. <laughs> I got to go make a phone call. But yeah, bro, like this, that shit be pissing me off, Doug, for real, for real. Like these motherfuckers be multimillionaires and shit like that. And we can't even fucking, you know what I'm saying? Have the 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 natural decency to even let a motherfucking you know what I'm saying the people try to survive Thanks. you know what I'm saying with more than two more than fucking six hundred dollars like what do you think people are trying to do with this money I got you some people was fucking the bread off but they did the studies and they see they see how most people is using the money you know what I'm saying so let's not sit there and act like like you just gonna feel like the American people are gonna. Just shit the money away and shit like that. Like, come on, fam. Like, you gotta. It's still, it's still, it's still like, it's still human beings at the end of the day. When you calculate, when people started calculating the three sixty five from the joint, bro, and how low that number was, dog, that was upsetting. It's listen, man. The government. Actually, let me not because I don't want to. But I mean, say what you gotta say. The government don't give a fuck about nobody, dog. Right. White, black, brown, whatever. They're, all they care about, the only color them niggas care about is green. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like, I'm, and it's the, the irony, the two two people who are like on the same side of this 
$2,000 bill was Bernie Sanders and and Donald Trump. Like, that's – you would not have thought that all 2020, that these two dudes would be on the same side, you know what I'm saying, of of the spectrum. Like, that's crazy in my opinion. Especially fucking Bernie Sanders' is, uh, Larry David looking ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that, Nick, that shit had me really bugged out. Like, yo, man. This whole thing that people think you keep thinking like, oh man, 2021 is just gonna be better. Like, no, no, though. Like, no, you know what I'm saying? How do you know? Do niggas just start with stuff like this? Do niggas just think when the ball dropped that that Rona goes away? Right. Like, you just your financial problems are gonna be good, better. Like, like that shit is crazy, bro. It's really crazy. Nothing changes without you. You can yeah. have the same year you you're 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 gonna have the same year you had in 2020 and 2021 if you don't make the necessary changes. Exactly. Change starts with you. Exactly. And I hate to sound like Tony Robbins, but hey, it's the truth. No, nah, you're right, bro. Like I said, man, with me, it's it's just like like I said, I'm I'm looking at this and people are thinking, like, okay, we had $1,200 at the beginning of the month. You divided that shit. It was like having like $3 or some shit like that every day for the rest of your year or some shit like that. With this, it's like a dollar and some change. So it's just like, imagine you get this and you think you're about to start off your 2021. All right. Right. You got to wait. So you damn got to wait till March to possibly get a vaccine. So you still going to be quarantined. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people aren't taking this shit. So who knows? You know what I'm saying? Who's really sick or who's not out there? Like, reason why is I'm not taking it because I've, you know what I'm saying? I haven't been sick literally in years. Like, my my immune system is very good. So, I don't Bro. think I should be taking a vaccine just because just because they're telling me to. But people who have bad immune systems, they who get sick it. a lot, y'all should be out there taking that stuff. To, you know quote, to quote friend of the show, Hayes the Family Man, he said this on Twitter. You know in the scary movies... Where you know you don't wait to the beginning, you don't wait to go out in the beginning, and you don't wait to go out in the end. You mm-hmm. want to go out somewhere in the middle. That's, yeah. where, I'm, that's where I'm at with it. Somewhere in the middle. people have done that. Like they had their periods where they were, you know, what I'm saying popping out and such like that. Just to, you know, what I'm saying you can't be in the house all that time. Like it's just not natural. You, I mean, no, even me. Like I mean, you have to take precautions. Obviously, go out with your mask on, hand sanitizer, like. But don't be like these people in Atlanta and like all like you know like have you seen the fucking videos from like Atlanta? How they like sharing bottles? Like the I mean, let's just let's just quick just Atlanta in 2020 during the whole COVID like situation. Nasty crazy, bro. Like you would have thought that they were the only state to not have COVID, like. And no Atlanta slander. Like, we fuck with y'all. But- no, shout out to y'all. Y'all some yeah, ball. Like, but- shout out to y'all. Like, y'all, y'all make it make us up here, up north, and everybody else look pussy. Like, like, hey man, y'all gonna let a little Rona stop y'all from very living life. Very very you know, y'all gonna let a little Rona stop y'all from living life, boy. Please. Nah, they they bugging. They 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 wilding, man. Like that. I, I never used to share drinks before. Even less now. <laughs> you crazy? Like that—that's a no-no. Yeah, I think Atlanta is one of the main states who had to deal with crazy numbers of AIDS. You think they scared of Rona? No. You think they scared of Rona? 
Yeah, right. Atlanta, keep doing your thing. When y'all just combust out of the air, we'll know the time was up. <laughs> we'll uh-huh. I'm going to keep it real with you, Chief. It might not just be Atlanta. Oh, oh, yeah, we got – Florida was awesome. Florida? Florida was real wild this year, too, man. Gave mm-hmm. no care about what New York was talking about. None of that, bro. New York for a bit of time. Yeah, but shout-out to Cuomo, man. He shut that down real quick. Cuomo really – I'll say that Cuomo is probably the MVP politically, political-wise – of the COVID, of COVID. Cuomo, Cuomo like, trying to really handle New York. He handled New York how it was supposed to be handled. Like, he didn't talk to us nice. He didn't make oh, stuff yeah. seem like it was going to be better the next day. Like, we found out information just like he found out, in a sense. And I'm not saying, like, obviously, we don't know everything about everything. But from what I've seen right there, man, is like, he definitely handled it the way it should have been handled, man. For real, for real. Cuomo wants to throw his hat in the 2024 race. That's all he's doing this for. <laughs> to be honest, he will have every he will have every right to dang near beat, like, you know what I'm saying? To go into it. Like he got the love right now. He can say, yo, man, look how I moved with New York City, New yeah. York State. And they love him. They, they love, love him. Good. You know what I'm saying? And he don't fuck with Trump. Yo, he was one of the first motherfuckers. Like, yo, fuck that nigga. Like, we're, New York as a whole said, fuck Trump because of Cuomo. Like, I'm just reading, like, I just typed in Florida. And the oh, first thing man. is vaccines in Florida. Like, that's how you know it was so crazy. Like, the places had to go, like, vaccines had to hit them ASAP. You know what I'm saying? ASAP. I mean... Why we're already talking about COVID? I mean, we can go all the whole episode can be dang near about COVID, but Shit, how did how did COVID affect you in 2020? Like, obviously, oh. I mean, I don't know if you like, I don't remember if you got it or anything this year, but how did it affect you? <laughs> yeah, knock on wood, knock on wood. You know where I work at, nigga. Shit, don't put that yeah, in there. Right? My bad, my bad. Go ahead, speak your piece. I'm gonna grab me some water. Uh, well, um. COVID affected me personally because, you know, I lost two people. I lost, you know, a couple weeks ago, I lost my grandfather who was put to rest yesterday, you know, RIP grandpa. Um, And then I I believe in May, um, I lost a friend of mine, Mick, Mickey, man. I used to do security with him, man. Club security. Yeah. Big Los at club security. Got me a couple of jobs on the side with that. Uh, He passed away from COVID as well, man. And I think in that, when that happened, I was taking COVID seriously before that, but I think when that happened and when it hit close to home, I think it's different. And it, it kind of opens your eyes a bit on um, on on just the effects and just how like it's a real it's real, man. Like it, it, that shit is it's taking people. It's taking people like it. You know, to quote Ransom, you know, off of um, crime scenes off the song Most Violent Year, he says most violent year. Violent as ever, behind sight's only 2020. Like, like that's that, that that's that's real. Like that, you know, that it highest death toll, like COVID really if 2020 showed anything, it showed us what we're made of as a people, as you know, all together. It showed us what we're made of and it, it, it showed us that. To, you know, we, we we can make through all we can make it through all of this, man. And 
it, it was it was scary, you know, when the quarantine happened, and we you know we hadn't gone through that shit before, and just the whole shutdown of the world and it stuff. It what could have gone wrong in 2020 went wrong, and I feel like that should be the whole theme of the year. What what could have gone wrong went wrong, and you know it. We're here in almost the, the last day of 2020. You know, and to think that when the quarantine first happened, I we didn't think that we would make it nine months in quarantine, but yet here we are. And I think that's a testament to, you know, fortitude and just resiliency of us as a people that, you know, we could do that. Nah, and bro, like, I think with the whole situation, like I said, condolences, you know what I'm saying, to your family and such again, man, because I know that said definitely sure. a hard situation to go through. Like you said, when it hits home, it is it different. just it hits different. Yeah, you know, I ain't trying to sound like a cool slogan or anything like that, but that's just real. No, it is different. Um, but me, man, like I say, like I said, praise be to praise be to God, man. Praise be to Allah. Praise be to you know what I'm saying, whoever you you pray to. Like I I had no um real real like close to home um instances. I mean, you got people here and there that you know what I'm saying had it and such like that. I think my mom she feels as so she had it like right before I was diagnosed. She was like really feeling like real sick. And this was like in January ish, February, like right when we had right, just right at the beginning. Yeah. And we had just came from Canada. And you I don't know what happened from where it happened from there, but you know, so she had got really sick and such like that, but she was able to get through it and such like that. But just seeing the symptoms and just like how like just see how that but that was the state she was. And then to see how, you know I'm saying, after it was diagnosed and like the, the not her specifically, but the world had gave it a name and such like that. And we starting to see what was happening with it. People started right. seeing it. The, the, we started hearing the information about what happens, the symptoms and all of that nature. It just really felt like some shit out of a movie, bro. Like well, she was going through that real time as yeah. all this. Wow. That's it, must yeah, before, yeah, before it was even before it even had a name. Like I said, this, we went to Canada like January in January. And when we came back, you know what I'm saying? She has just started feeling wild. We was watching a football game or something like that. She was just feeling wild weak. And she thought she was like just a regular cold or something like that. But she just felt wild weak. Went to the um hospital, you know what I'm saying? They had diagnosed her and all of that such and said, yeah, you got What did they say she had? They said she had pneumonia. Mm, mm, yeah. Mm. yeah, I see what I see what she means now. I see what she means. Yeah, right? so when you think about pneumonia, COVID yep. pretty much the if you didn't know what it was, you would pretty much just label it as that. Pneumonia. Yep. This nigga drinking a two-liter. Hey, bro, I feel like pouring a cup, bro. <laughs> I bought it. Yo. But, but uh <laughs> it should be water, right? But yeah, man, like the whole COVID situation, man, and and my condolences to anybody, you know what I'm saying, that lost somebody with COVID, went through COVID, any of that nature, man. I mean, I can't say I understand your pain, but I definitely feel for you, man, and I hope your 2021 just gets better, you know what I'm saying, stay strong and that stuff like that, man. I mean, like 2021, man, well, 2021, like I said, we a lot of people think it's going to be a safety net, but you just got to, like I said, strive to keep your sanity right just as strong as you did in 2020 man but uh man hospital frontline workers man those the yeah 
you, man, how did you feel within that situation? Like with that being on the front lines and such like that, because there's a lot of people getting just getting into the hospital field for the first time, just getting thrown to them shit too. So when I, I started working in, in the hospital I'm at now in October. So before mm-hmm. that, I was doing uh, the crisis facility. The crisis facility is a little different because it's an enclosed area. So mm-hmm. it, you don't deal with it directly. But at the hospital I'm at now, you know, and it's the, it's the main hospital of the city. Right. So all the COVID patients go there. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So knowing that, I was, you know, I was, I was a little scared. I was like, yeah, like, you know, I'm going to basically throw myself to the wolves in a sense. You know, and if I get it, I get it. Like, that's how I was thinking because I needed a job. I needed money, nigga. So I, I kind of just yeah. did that. Um, but... You know, with you know, we they, they they give us a lot of PPE. You know, we we take precautions. I sanitize my hands every five minutes, my nigga. Like I don't take my chances. Like, but it is scary. And to the people that work directly in the COVID units and with the COVID patients, I salute you a hundred percent. Cause yo, we had some people that passed from working in those yeah. things, man. Like. To see that transition of the worker be the be the patient and and like obviously this not what like directly in real time, but just to kind of see it in some form of real time, where it's like, all right, you can see this one person, this one doctor helping one week, and then next week you can see you'll see a video of another doctor talking about how you know what I'm saying, I got I caught it now and I'm not being taken care of. And right. they be like, yo, what the fuck is going on with this shit? And it's like, and obviously I get it that yes, some people, some hospitals are just overwhelmed, where it's like we can't get everybody. But it's just like, yo, that just shows you how terribly America handled COVID, man. Where it's just like the amount of people that is coming in is not the work, it's not enough people to, you know what I'm saying, help with this shit. And it's sad as fuck, bro. That when even doctors can't get help, that's insane. It's it's barbaric. It's what it is. It really is, man. It really is. Um, we had a lot of closings, restaurants closings, concerts getting shut down. Bro, Rest- another to mention, man. Like another to mention, restaurants closing. Quick story. Um, when I was with when I was with old girl, um, we went to old lady. Old lady, yeah, not this, not you know what I mean. The, yeah, a past joint. Um, we went to this. I think it was what Applebee's or Chili's, and they were doing the curbside pickup because, like you know, during the quarantine, they were they weren't doing dine in. Mm-hmm. This is like peak Rona. So I go in there, and the dude just looks depressed, man. Like he just looks like, like, gutted. Are you talking about like one of the workers? Like, yeah, the manager, he just looks gutted oh. because he's losing out money. And like, they yeah. lose more money doing those kind of orders than dine in. Yeah, but I can, I, yeah. I can understand. I always thought they'd get more, but. Nah, so like, I'm talking to him and he's like, yeah, man, we just closed the diner and we're not. And bro, I felt so bad, man. I gave that man a $30 tip. <gasps> a $30 tip, bro. And for those that know me personally, no, I don't even tip that handsomely at Hooters. So the Nigga. dude, I made his night with that one. I, you know, it's small gesture. You know what I'm saying? I, I, you you know, know, I took him on the date after. 
Hey, yo, relax. <laughs> hey, yo, relax. $30. You might have given him 10 more. You would have had the 40. <laughs> you want some shit, Patch? God damn. $30. God damn. You don't know come around to the bin on for $30, nigga? Damn, Trick R Us. $30. <laughs> Damn. Damn. So in, in a pandemic, not a great damn, depression, nigga. God damn. I was trying to do a whole sad story and you out here. Damn, dog. Damn, bro, I don't tip like that. And I heard 30. Shit. Shit. <laughs> we should do curbside some more. <laughs> <laughs> Niggas about to eat. Job. <laughs> I'm about to put this with a personal. We're doing fucking Grubhub now, man. Yo, I'm telling you, them niggas about to eat off of you niggas like y'all. Oh, man, so sorry for the pain. Thank you. No tips during the pan during before this. Fuck this. Nah, Whoa, man, that's that's listen, I don't tip like that anywhere. Like the most I don't tip at Hooters, and I go all the time, nigga, like twenty dollars. Hey man, they better be lucky they get a five out of me. Oh, you one of them niggas? You bro, I'm terrible, bro. I'm terrible. I'm terrible. I am terrible. You know I what me and my niggas did one time? Food yet. You know what me and my niggas did at Hooters one time years ago? This is me. My roommate, Dan, I hope he's watching because he was there. And then my other boy, Ralph. We went to Hooters, bro. The chick was so... I don't know if i tell you the story. This chick was so rude. Like, she was... Like, instead of getting our shit, she was at the other table talking with some chick she knew. The whole time socializing instead of doing her job. We peeped that. My nigga, when it was time to pay her, her tip. We left. Use gift cards? Change? Like all on the table. That was her tip. You could have just not gave her a tip. That was her tip. Like, like what is so wrong with not giving tips? Do you when, when you go out to a restaurant, do you tell them beforehand I'm not gonna tip you? No, I just I can't I respect that. Tell me to do. I can't respect that. Nah, because they're they gonna spit on your shit. Like, oh, he ain't gonna tip anyway. But they don't know that. They gotta give me the service first before they can even get to that moment. So what you hit them with? What you hit them with? Like, did you hit them with like, oh, well, you know, your service wasn't, you know, up to par. So you hit them with that, or do you hit them with the, you know, the? Nigga, five I eat my food, <laughs> I give them the check, and I go home. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. Yeah, sorry, sorry they America. Are they are going to kill you. Sorry, America. I'm not a part of the. Tip your waitress area. I never worked in that field, so don't say, Oh, well, how you feel about sorry, never been in it, never wanted to do it. Snake Ari telling me if they're sitting here telling me that I'm going to be working under minimum wage, why would I do that? <laughs> you know, I always wondered that. Like, if you know you're gonna be making under minimum wage, why take the job? Like, my nigga, I am not that nice of a person. <laughs> I'm not about to be getting that many tips. Hey, man, those people are cheap. I've come yeah. from a cheap family, so I know people are cheap. I'm very cheap. Yeah. Um, there's uh, some waitresses that just give you a whole life story as a ruse to get you to feel bad for them. Oh, no, nah, I don't do the whole friendly waitress shit. 
You damn near got it. You damn near got to make me feel like we about to do it after this shit. <laughs> This nigga, this nigga, DZ said, "Fuck a tip, fuck a tip." Real, <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> this bitch. But like, bro, that reminds me of the fucking episode of South Park. The who, the uh, what was it called? What was the, what was the restaurant? It was supposed to be like Hooters. Oh, the oh, damn. Twit. No, it's not Twitter. What was that shit called? But it was, but Butters was going up there all the time, and he was getting um. He, what is that fucking restaurant called? Now I didn't know. Now I'm now I'm gonna look it up. Now now I'm gonna look it up. Raisins. I knew my I knew my man. He had the crush raisins. on the girl. He had the crush on the girl. Yeah, and she was she, she was getting that nigga for his bread. Not like the stripper. Like the stripper. Not you. Why do we all go to strip clubs like that? We're, we're gonna have a discussion. Not on this pod. I, I'm in my Joe Budden voice. You're gonna have a discussion in another pod about how Hooters. And strips clubs are parallel to each other. Like for real, son. Like these hoes be trying to get my money, and I'm just sitting like, like no, fam. That pain music. For real, you give me that sad story. That's all you get from me, bro. Like, fuck out of here. But like I said, man, we had restaurants closing. Man, that just you know, what I'm saying, killed the whole going out. Dating experience, you couldn't even, you know, what I'm saying, get your whole vibe on at the restaurant. Oh, so, nah. DoorDash and Netflix, nigga. It's a lot of bitches don't like that shit, though. I feel you. I hear you. I'm trust me. I get it. A lot of people had to had to settle with that shit. Yeah. A lot of bitches don't like this, so a lot of niggas have to learn how to cook. Probably. <laughs> Good thing I know how to cook. Right. Um. Then we had fucking gyms closing. People exercising. Oh. You had fucking con- no concerts, so the whole music and touring game was messed up. No fans in arenas, wrestling, basketball, football, baseball, all messed Battle up. Battle rap. Battle rap. Like, it was so many things that we loved and such that was affected by COVID that it was like, yo, what is, how is life going to move in this shit now? Like, I, I think the best way to describe it was, the things that people use to cope with negativity in life were taken away from them just like that. So when they don't have the things that help them cope, what do they do? You know what I'm saying? Like it, the, the depression took a crazy, crazy hike during, during the quarantine. Yeah, man. Everybody. A lot of people had to learn how to, to live on, well, just to learn to live with themselves, not mm-hmm. in the sense of like just, no deep thinking. Literally, just be by yourself and live in your own thoughts. Be, be cool with your own company. Exactly. You know what I'm saying. And a lot of, and not a lot of people are, are comfortable with that, yo. You know what I'm saying. And I will say to myself, I'm actually glad that this happened. You know what I'm saying? Because I liked, you know, what I'm saying the space of being by myself, learning, look, thinking more critically. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you had on moments you just sitting there smoking or something like that. Probably like. One in the morning, two in the morning, you just chilling by yourself. You just be thinking right. about shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I had a lot of those nights of just thoughts to myself, or days of where I could just be like, you know what I'm saying? Well, shit, I ain't doing nothing. Well, let me go try. Let me try this out. Let me let me let me watch this show or whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just trying new shit out, just cause, just fuck it. I'm I'm by myself, I'm dolo. Like, don't got nothing else to do. Well, shit. I mean, one thing the quarantine sort of kind of burst was the return of the show. Yes. 
Definitely. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I still, you know what I'm saying? I owe that to us being at the crib because we brought this back and look where we at. You know what I'm saying? Like it positive positives, negative negatives. Gotta look at it like that. No, most definitely, bro. I mean, how did you feel? Uh, I mean, we could talk sports real quick. I mean, we, we, and obviously a lot of stuff is going to be within the COVID era, but basketball, man, the bubble, like. Battle rap bubble. Hey, man. The battle rap bubble, man. I mean, battle rap, NBA bubble. Yeah, we can talk about battle rap bubble in, in a little bit. The NBA bubble, man, that shit, uh. It was a cockamamie idea at first, like on paper. Like you're thinking, like this is never gonna work. Yeah, this nigga loves to be having the most craziest fucking words that I do not be knowing. What the fuck is a cockle? What? Cockamamie is like. They pause that word. Listen, man, I say a lot of pause worthy things apparently to you. So, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So much so that you have to pause me. Cockamamie. What the fuck is this shit? Nah, cockamamie is what I was giving. Is what I'm about to give Shorty. You know what I'm saying? If you're watching, baby, talking about you. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I liked it, even though it was um, that that ring don't count. That ring don't count. I don't care who would have won. That ring didn't count. You know how crazy you sound, bro. I sound like Skip. I know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. No, who, who wants to sound like that? You know he, he never mind, but yeah, that's 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 you shouldn't say that though. That's kind of like a you gotta think about these dudes were taken away from their families. I turned light on. It's just getting too dark in here. But um, I gotta give me a I gotta get the bigger ring light. The basketball. Listen, don't get me wrong. The 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 playing basketball was. Uh uh-uh, uh uh. I don't want you to don't try to jump out. Don't try to jump out too early. Let me finish now. See, you gotta remember now. These people were taken away from their families. Remember the best basketball season? They ended it in March. You're not gonna let me backtrack. Nah, nah. <laughs> You're not gonna let me backtrack. You gotta remember these niggas was taken away from the basketball. Already in the middle of the season, said pretty much didn't know what the fuck was going on. Then you had basically had to really some teams sit and wait by the phone to pretty much wait and see if pretty much if LeBron was cool with joining the bubble or not if it was a cool thing all right we're gonna do the bubble if if he wasn't really feeling it they wasn't gonna do that shit you know what i'm saying so it was really a lot of niggas and i think nba tv they had a uh episode where it's pretty much seeing people's experience through the whole bubble the whole covid situation and in the bubble situation where it was just a lot of people were didn't know what the next move was going to be because nobody really knew you know what i'm saying like you had some teams who Thought they were going to be going to play, didn't go play at all. So their whole season is just shot. They don't know how, for real, bro. They don't know how they're going to be able to, you know what I'm saying? You talk about, we talked about just that sense of sitting at home and depression building up. I feel like a lot of that happened during this this, this season, man. Whereas like COVID is stopping a lot of shit, stopping a lot of money, stopping a lot of you know, ways people are trying to, live their lives and such like that and fend for themselves. And then on top of that, I don't know what's the next year or so is going to be for my basketball career. Like, right. Who knows if this would have been my year, I really had to prove myself and you know, they might, they might make cuts or something. Who knows? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Then you get to the teams that do, do our game called to the bubble. They don't know what the fuck this thing is. They They only heard about it. 
They, right. They've never seen it. They don't know what the fuck this thing is. And when they're told they're basically have to stay inside of a box, when stay inside of a, ba- a pretty much a, a, a complex, a complex for what? What was this? They started the shit in uh, August. August, July, July, late July, so July, very, very late August, July, September, October, November. What we say, no, October? No, they finished October. They finished October, so it was yeah. like literally. I give them three to four months away from families, secluded in one building, and told to go out there and play some of your best basketball, which they did. They like, did. Oh yeah! Shout out to the NBA for really making that shit still feel like. It just still felt like what we were used to, just without the crowd. I think, I think they created the Thunderdome. WWE didn't create the Thunderdome. They, WWE took that shit from dumb niggas. Because, yo, when I seen the fucking, the, that is genius. Yeah. We seen Wayne pulling up. We started seeing all the celebrities coming oh, through. Oh, my God. That is genius. It felt like a real game again. Yeah, man. Obviously, they had sound effects and such like that. Which was the reason why we know WWE has sound effects. But as I said, yeah, little parts like that, just little parts of that made it made the it made the um game feel great. And but then again, shout out to the players. The players balled out of fucking control. Oh my god, Jamal Murray, Jamal Murray, the bubble MVP, dead ass, like Don Mitchell, Don Mitchell. You know what I'm saying? Fucking, let's talk about it. the champs, LeBron James and AD. TJ Warren playoffs. What they did in the playoffs, the kings of the 5-1. I mean, of the 4-1. Kings of the 4-1. Kings of the 4-1. Let's give some love to Jimmy, too. Uh, Jimmy and the Heat, man. They weren't expected to make it. They weren't expected to make it past Milwaukee. Bruh. 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 I'm trying to tell you. I sound like the damn uh, joint now. Bruh. 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 <laughs> When when they got past Milwaukee, I was like, hmm, they looking a little dangerous-ish. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, they're they're just as we started to see we see the rise of Tyler Harrell, Duncan Robinson, Bam Adebayo. You know what I'm saying? That was just great to see. It was great to see Jimmy really, you know what I'm saying, home and really make a new culture there since Dwayne Wade left and shout out to Dwayne Wade because he really appreciates and loves it. You know what I'm saying? That what he's seeing. I thought that was so dope to see. Um, what else we got from the bubble, man? Oh, we got um, what you call it? We got the Clippers collapse. Oh, pandemic P. Pandemic, pandemic P. P. The birth of pan. Why? Well, and you know what I mean? That's what my stance. It was really not the birth. It's just like he finally. You got a nickname for it now. Like pandemic P. Like that took NBA Twitter by storm. It took oh, the shot. Shout out to the shop. Jared Malik Marcus, shout out. It took the shot by storm. You know what I'm saying? Like pandemic P is still living on this season. That's how big it was. For real, bro. They couldn't wait for the man to fuck up just so they can call pandemic P again. Uh Dame Lillard watching him cook food too. That was great. Um, yeah, man. Job Moran. Yes, definitely good to see him, man. Joe and Michael Porter Jr. He's starting to come to he was starting mm-hmm. to Owning that shit too, man. The Joker, he was balling out. Luca was balling, man. It, the bubble was definitely a great experience, man. Uh, obviously, they're not doing it again this season. They're back in the arenas, but empty arenas. It's definitely you can say that was that was an experience that I feel like a lot of players, 
been and the fans can all say, man, that was a moment in time right there. And it felt good to have basketball in the summer. Mm-hmm. And that's why I say that's like I can't sit there and say like their their shit is like it has an asterisk on it because it's like dog. Either some of them dudes was playing some of their hardest basketball. You know what I'm saying? Like that whole AAU theory was funny and shit, but niggas forget like yo, <laughs> niggas were building their careers in those AAU the games, so they had to play some of their hardest basketball. That's how they started. That that was their the birth of their talent. AAU, right. are AAU babies, right? So I was like, I believe Ja and Zion were in the same AAU team. Shit, was it um Kevin Love and uh, who was it? Kevin Love and Blake Griffin. Kevin Love and because I know they're yeah, hold on. I think so. I think yeah, yeah. They're both together. Or they played against each other in a game or something. One of the two, but still, I always thought that whole uh, AAU theory was so fucking kind of weak to me. But Brandon Jennings, Brandon Jennings, wherever his soul is floating, he, he's somewhere with Maul right now because you know they they they, they cool. Oh, hopefully you don't know. That nigga still in the NBA? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, look, it's Jared. It's like we just mentioned him with the Nuggets. Look at him right here. Look, look at look at Jared right here. Cook, cut, trying to cut on me. Jared, it's a nice hat, and the C is not for Cubs. The C is for Carlos. What in the type of gang banging and shit is that? Like, what the fuck? That's how I knew we're gonna cut use the fucking uh, baseball team's logo for their own shit. Nigga, not <laughs> the World Series patch too, man. Come on, come on, bear with me, bear with me, man. Come on. I guess that's cool. I wouldn't know. Stick with ball, stick with ball. But man, what else, man? Uh, speaking of basketball, um, that was how COVID. That's our thoughts with COVID and in the NBA, man. But so happy to have him back. Shout out to LeBron, AD. Getting that bubble championship, dominating it like how they did, man. It's good to see AD get his first ring too, man. And against a, a hard fall, I'm there. happy for him. Okay, don't you about to start getting on your hater shit? I'm happy for him. Uh, Los about to start being a hater again, y'all. For no reason at that, LeBron. No, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just saying I'm happy for AD. I can't be happy for somebody. Why are you not happy for LeBron? I didn't say that. Nigga, be a hater. And watch, 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 watch how quick it changed when I say this. But they did it for Kobe, though. Oh. I mean, I guess. But no, not even being funny. If you really take that and just to, you know what I'm saying, give like rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. That was one of the bigger things that happened in 2020. We forgot about that. Rest in peace, Gigi Bryan. Rest in peace to all the others on that plane, with that helicopter that day, man. Yo. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm a little bit more settled with it now than I was when it first happened. Is who the fuck keeps calling me? Like, tell, tell her to stop. Just tell her to just text you. Jesus fucking Christ. But, um, yeah, man, like, that shit really, man, I, I didn't feel that way. It was surreal. It was surreal. The whole thing was just so surreal, bro. Even the, the, the tributes and everything when the season picked back up. To see Shaq bawling his eyes out. 
Especially Same. coming off the 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 the, the sister. Um, remember they had the interview where they was like they hashed out all of their old yeah. shit, bro. Like, if like we was really getting on a whole new horizon for what you know what I'm saying Kobe was doing mm -hmm. in his life, bro. Like and he had just lost a sister too. Yeah, that's two hits back, like one after the like Shaq wasn't he wasn't right. He, he wasn't right. Like he looked good now, but he at that time he he wasn't right. Nah, man, from this shit, like losing losing Kobe the way we did, and and hearing the way like he was trying to get. You know what I'm saying? They was trying to get to the basketball game. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? And it's like they took this shit all any other time. I don't want to get to the details of that. that yeah, no, no, yeah, we don't we don't have to. It's out the story's out there. Just the we impact do. that we seen of that hit with his passing, the impact that it, it impacted on the world is insane. It showed you that this dude, like again, is one of those people who are a once in a generation type of person. Absolutely. Like, Not talent person person because it wasn't it's, it's it wasn't just a game it was it stuff that he did outside of the game us seeing the, the work that he did with the WNBA he was a brand uh, ambassador you know what I'm saying us seeing the work that he's doing with his him and his uh girls basketball team mm -hmm. us seeing the work that he was doing with helping with basketball relations in China you know what I'm saying us seeing the work he was doing just with you know what I'm saying charities you know what I'm saying uh fucking bruh See, it's so many things that Kobe, Kobe was part of, like through life. Kobe was like the NBA superhero when Jordan left, Bruh, Like the real talk, the real superhero for real, for real. Because it was like, take away the cheating shit, the dude was damn near clean cut. Yeah, he was really clean cut. I I don't think I've ever heard Kobe curse. Oh no, I heard him cuss. We seen we seen the play. We seen we seen the practice uh videos. He wasn't cussing them niggas on practice. He wasn't even cussing in his little 16 he spit in that song. No, I get you on that, which, man, dark times. But, um, yeah, he used to cuss them niggas out in the fucking practice and shit. He used to say, yeah, being soft, y'all can, like, bitches or some shit like that. Like, Kobe I would definitely cuss some people out to play in practice. Kobe but, and Gigi passing away at the top of the year was a grim foreshadow to how the rest of the year would be and it was like and if the, the impact the reason why i said like it was such a huge impact for me in my life personally because kobe is my favorite basketball player all time as he is mine too and a lot of people are adrian and with that yeah because obviously it's an era thing mm -hmm. people have the era for jordan they grew up watching him we grew up watching kobe so for that was really like watching our like number one guy, like I said, that superhero, like go, and I was like, wow, man, like wow, 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 and it's like you really have to appreciate and give flowers to the people who impact your life. May they be superstars or or the the person your next door neighbor, whatever, whatever. Give them their flowers and let acknowledge that. You know what I'm saying? That they have made an impact in your life, bro. Because you right. never know. You never know when's the last time you're gonna see him. Like they showed the video. The last time we seen Kobe in the Staples Center was was I think it was well, LeBron Lakers versus Ma versus um Mavericks, which was an amazing game. You know what I'm saying? So for that to be Kobe's last moment and see like the future of the NBA, the you know what I'm saying, the present mm -hmm. king of the NBA, like going head to head is just man. You never know when it's the last time. And for mm -hmm. LeBron and AD and them. 
to really like take it into overdrive and like really come together as a squad and show once again dominance in the playoffs. That was that ring. Uh, man, they, they, they opened up another gear. I, they want another gear in the playoffs, man. That's what that was. And no, no hate and shit for me. Like they went another gear in the playoffs. Right. So that's why it made me appreciate it even more because it was like, bro, when they brought the, the Mamba jerseys, like come on, man. If they yeah, they whatever, it don't matter. I don't care. It's just the fact that you knew where their mind was. You know what I'm saying? They didn't you feel like it was. You, thought, you thought it was pandering? What? They didn't feel like pandering. No, no, no. I'm saying you knew where their mind was. It was like we we have a legitimate goal. You know what I'm saying? Right. That's what I that's where I'm at. My thing is, and now this will be my other side, the bad side of Kobe's passing. It's just me. I'm not feeling how Nike was like it's like going crazy with the Kobe merch and marketing and advertising, all of that such. Oh, but that's they're trying to monetize over people regardless. Yeah, man. I just, I just, and it's not just him. It's it's the whole sneaker community too. Like once he passed, all of his sneakers hit StockX and were right raising up in prices and such like that. It was disgusting to see, and not even on a sense because like, oh no, you well you can't. No, bro, it's just like. The dude died, dude. And the first thing you think about it is, oh, well, his sneakers are going to be expensive now. Like, are you kidding me, fam? Like, that was That's this generation. That's this generation, bro. Terrible. But on the flip side, the flip side of the sneaker thing is good because now this new generation of kids who, you know what I'm saying, probably liked Kobe or heard of Kobe, know that the, the aura, the, 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 the lore of Kobe, just like how us growing up with Michael, Damn, I gotta get those sneak. I gotta get those Kobe's. You know what I'm saying? All of these kids talking about it like Kobe's was just this and that when they were out. I gotta get them. Like just recently, we had the Grinches, the green joints, mm-hmm. the Christmas Day joints. Out of here. You know what I'm saying? Gone. Whew. You know what I'm saying? Oof. Every Kobe that dropped this year was gone instantly. Instantly. See, you know and I, I don't even be, I'm not even like a sneakerhead like that. So, like, I to like, I, I'd have to see that, like, when I hear y'all niggas say like, "Yo, I, I logged in and they disappeared," like that shit gotta be annoying. Dog, think about this. You're on, say you're on the sneakers at nine fifty five, right? Sneakers drop at ten a.m. Everybody got a fair chance, correct? You think so, right? You think so? You're on. You're literally on the link. Literally, my nigga, on the link. Nine fifty nine. Ten o'clock hit. Boom, boom, bow. Or matter of fact, let me take that back. Say because it's not they don't really do that with sneakers because they'll they'll still make you wait. It would say another sneaker site, whatever. Foot locker, foot locker, for example. 10 a.m. You want a joint, you hit the joint, boom. Oh, out of stock. One fucking second, bro. Swear to god. It's those bots. Yeah, bro. And it's it's really sick, man. Like I think is I think like with me I did like the you know what I'm saying the people bringing back the jerseys and such I think with jerseys is always a great you know what I'm saying sense of memorabilia you can hang that shit up I mean I wear mine sneaker but with jerseys the price is already going to be there so you already going to know a uh, uh, a championship jersey or authentic joint going to be like a good three hundred dollars you know that already mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying but if a Kobe shoe that's originally like. 150 160 now i gotta buy this shit for 400 dollars. nah son i'm a kobe fan 
but I'm not about to like line no nigga pockets up. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not about to get a nigga pockets back off of my love of Kobe. Nah. Right. Exploiting your love of Kobe. <laughs> That's what they do it, bro. That's what they do it. So much shit made this year out of Kobe for Kobe, bro. Like, they had a Mamba skin ba- a Spalding basketball. They had mad Kobe uh joints, uh new Kobe sneakers come out. You had the, the Bruce Lee joints. You had the fucking... Uh... And Vanessa sees none of that money. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I think that's crazy, bro. I mean, I don't think she needs it, but it's just like, come on. It's just really, it's really dumb. It's really dumb. It's really whack. Nike, Nike, y'all should have been ashamed of yourself for having to having that shit go like that. Other companies, man, and resellers, y'all it was really a sick thing. But I did on a contrary, like that his sneakers can be marketed now to a new generation. His legacy can live on in that sense. But on the contrary to that. Kobe was actually in the process of leaving Nike, like 2020, 2021. You believe that? No, I'm, this is a fact. Like the person he was working on the shoe with was they dropped the um information. Matter of fact, let me find it real quick. His, his the brand was gonna be called Mamba. Mamba. Yeah. Mamba. Let me see Mamba sneakers. Let me see where this where the article go. All right. Yep. Here we go. Shout out uh, hypebeast.com. Um, so it says entrepreneur, venture, capitalist, angel, blah, 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 blah. Shervin, fancy foreign last name, recently uh, revealed that Kobe was considering leaving Nike. Taken to Twitter, the uh, Virgin Hyperloop co-founder noted that the late NBA star was thinking about ending his endorsement deal with the sportswear giant to start his own sneaker brand, Mamba. When fancy foreign last name guy and Brian met back in December 2019, <laughs> Brian was unhappy with the amount of marketing put behind his line, citing a dip in shoe sales. Uh, fancy uh, foreign last name guy also shared an early Mamba sneaker design his team put together and details about meeting about a meeting he had planned with Kobe. The black Mamba-inspired slip-on model features a snakeskin texture and tracker technology at the rear that will connect to a fitness app for integrated coaching and motivational content. Uh, and what do you say? This is pretty much um, everything I said. This is the actual tweet right here. Oh, it's legit! Yeah. Um, he said... Uh, he said, yeah, Kobe was about to start um, the shoe company uh, owned by players. And he passed away weeks later. He was about to uh, do about to do in business what he was going to do. What, what he was about to do in business was going to eclipse his sports career. And he's saying this is, let me go to the actual tweet. I think this is one of the, this, oh, this is one of the, um, oh, he's saying that there were witnesses to the meeting. And Kobe plans like Gina Ford, who who manages Usain Bolt. I don't know. I don't know if this is the lady who or the person who created the um, joint the partnership with Kobe, or this is, um, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But this is the fact that he was making that move. Hold on, what's this? Oh, they got emails and everything. They got receipts. Yeah, they saying like this shit was actual factual, but anyways, despite like he was about to move on to a new sh- make a new shoe and shit. I'm not gonna hold you. 
The shoe don't look good. No, it's not. This is not for me though. It's not for us. This is like I said, it's a running shoe. But obviously, this is a prototype, bro. Like prototypes never look like the original, the regular, the shoe that comes out. But like I said, just the fact that he was about to take that step and take his branding and his likeness and go somewhere else, bro, that would have been like you know what I'm saying, LeBron leaving, you know what I'm saying, Cleveland to go to Miami. You know, like Kobe leaving Nike. He's been there. He's tenured there. That's how like, long he's been to start his own. What? Crazy. But man, that was just man. It was so many great. Um, oh man, Nike like Reebok. You know, saying re-releasing his um, questions that he came out with during his sneaker free agency year. Mm, that's a deep cut. Yeah, man. Um, you had a lot of Lakers themed stuff this year, man. Like the Bucks um, at full gear, the Kobe inspired um, gear that they had versus FTR fire. Um, I mean, shoot, some of the it was just a lot of Lakers inspired stuff. Like one of the craziest pair of LeBrons that came out this year was the Media Day Sevens, straight Lakerway colorway. You know what I'm saying? Um, what else did we have? Like I said, we had the Mamba jerseys. It was so much stuff, bro. So much stuff. Where it was just like, man, Kobe's impact really, like he really left. He really left. Left people was just like, yo, I had to find some way to show my. You know what I'm saying? Show Everyone loved him. Some way. He was beloved by everybody. He was it was universal how much they loved him, man. That's what I'm saying, bro. From sneakers to business to basketball, just to being a role model, everything, bro. The motivation to make you want to work harder, all of that stuff, man. man. Rest in peace, Kobe. Rest in peace, Gigi, who was looking like a baby prodigy working when we yeah. her man like that footage yeah she was, bro, bro. She was playing like, work it really, man. it really sucks man like i said rest in peace Cole. let's give a quick little moment of silence for that man word man word 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 um but now let's let's move on let's move on a little bit uh so let's just give it like we said, let's give a quick quick RP to a couple people that passed this year, man. Rest in peace, Pop Smoke. We're gonna I'm gonna talk about his album in a little later, you know what I'm saying? But rest in peace, Pop Smoke. Um, rest in peace, Brody Lee. We just oh, had him pass also. Um he's gonna be doing a tribute night to him also tonight. Shout out to them for doing that. Um he had his son make the card for them, Brody Lee Jr. His son signed with the company, apparently, too. That's amazing. I don't, I don't care, right. man. Even to the point where you have Bray saying he's going to be putting him over in dark matches for forever, for forever. clean too. So, clean. Like, so, so shout out to the wrestling community for every passing that we had this year. May have been Rocky Johnson, Animal. Um, what's the Chad one? With, Chadwick Bozeman. That one was Wait, so Bozeman. But I just, I just wanted to say that I just wanted to give my shout out to the wrestling community real quick because we had we had a lot of losses this year too in the wrestling community. Mm -hmm. I want to say that we handled that very Pat well. Patterson. Pat Patterson. We handled it very well. Like it was a lot of great tributes and such like that. So shout out to the rest of the community. The losses that we had there was really was really tough for us, man. Um, like you said, uh Chadwick Bozeman. I just watched that Ma Rainey's uh Black Bottom film a couple days ago. I heard that movie is spectacular. Dope. It's, it's just really amazing acting at the point. It's like this. It, they don't go to too many. It's not too many different like sets or on a scene where you got to see, see so many different imagery. It's like probably like three, three space, like three solid. It's like it, it comes from a play. So imagine a play just on film. 
like in, in a film setup. So you got a different couple settings and just some really great acting. And that's what really sticks out. And the movie is about Viola Davis's character, but who steals the show is Chadwick Boseman as the character Levy. When I mean to know that, like we already heard the story that he was dealing with cancer and such like that through the, the black on the, low. on the low, on the low, on the go with some of his best movies and such like that. And to see this be his last film and to see the passion that he had in those scenes, man, it really makes you have to appreciate life a little bit more and work a little bit harder and, and, or to really just show, like really put your passion that whatever you have for always at an all time high, you know what I'm saying? Whenever it's your time to show what you're passionate about, you go to the, you go a, you go a one. And I feel like Chadwick did that at every moment to the point that we didn't know that this man was sick. We, didn't. we thought this man was just no. a superhero. We did. Like, like one of our favorite method actors of the generation took mm-hmm. every role he had and really and, and really took hold of it. Like when they were talking about the buildup of this movie, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, you know, they're playing the instruments and such in there. And they were saying that Chadwick really took so like so like got so much into the part that he really started learning the trumpet so he can make these scenes be feel real you know what i'm saying to the point right to the point that it made other people in the that were in the scenes want to start learning the instruments a little bit better so we could really be doing this you know what i'm saying and it's that passion it's that passion for what you do and always wanted to do it at an all-time high whatever condition you're in this like whenever you doing something that doesn't feel like work that's that that's the example you know what i'm saying chadwick made whatever he did not look like work he made it feel you know what i'm saying like we actually made this dude to be a real superhero black panther bro he was the but we didn't call him chadwick we call him the black panther bro to the point that this man was tired of putting up the x bro he was tired of that shit (laughs) yo but we but he just gave us that feel bro from thurgood marshall James Brown, like so on and so forth. Jackie forward. Robinson. Jackie Robinson. He's done so many different parts that affect so many different people's lives and really start to be one of our next generation's great black actors and actors and straight up. Like, mm-hmm. but the fact that he was rubbing shoulders with Denzel Washington, Denzel Washington produced the My Rainey's Black Bottom joint. You know what I'm saying? The fact oh, that wow, yeah. The fact that with with the um the directors of all these great um Marvel movies, the Infinity Wars, Avengers, the Russo brothers, the fact that they take the chance with you, you know what I'm saying, as their first movie after Infinity War, say, all right, we want to take a chance with you to show show the people that we can really make a great movie. Not outside just him, Coogler. Ryan Coogler, you know what I'm saying? But I'm just talking about outside, but that's that's very true also. I would say the people, how much they respect him as an actor. You know what I'm saying? You know, what I'm it was so many people that gave so much great credit. And it's the stories that came about for a lot of people that passed, it's just opening another door of what these people's lives was and how they affected it makes me like appreciate these people so much more. And Brody Lee was a big example at all. So just hearing the different stories, you know what I'm saying? And just how he yeah. affected the people in his life. That Maybe one was shocking. way more of a fan than I was before. Way more. That one was shocking. That one was shocking to me. That one. That that's the one that was like, wow. And I would have I would have leave a comment where I see the combat. Oh, Yo, 
that that pussy ass um editor at Pro Wrestling Torch that wrote that pussy ass article. I'm never gonna read no real light. I just want to let you know that you a sick piece of shit, and you need to apologize to Brody Lee's wife about that shit. Real talk. Mm -hmm. You need to apologize to his wife and family, and you need to apologize to Tony Khan and AEW for really thinking that they would be up to some weak ass shit like that. He was a weird ass nigga. And you know what I'm saying? Mike Johnson, you really needed to fire that nigga, but I'm glad you took the time to really do your due diligence and still was able to take that shit down. That's why you oh, always be a real one Mike, in my book. You know what I'm saying? But Mike Johnson is one of the few wrestling journalists. Yeah, because he I didn't just that. instantly take it down out of rage. He went, assessed the situation, spread it throughout, see where it was wrong. It was like, okay, this is some fuck shit. I'm taking this down. Right. But like I said, man, um, like I said, a lot of crazy things with that, man. Um, what else we had, man, this year? Uh, we could do Black Lives, uh, Black Lives uh, Matter went oh, crazy. Hell yeah. A whole nother level. I mean, rest in peace to George Floyd, Brianna Taylor, Ahmad God. I mean, it's, I'm not even messing up the names, but you know, saying rest in peace to anybody that died from, you know, what I'm saying racism and or police brutality. You know what I'm saying? Because that shit is just. It was just adding on to the others of other years that the shit is just tackling on and just getting worse and worse and worse. And the 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 awakening is getting higher and higher and higher. That's what I'm saying. This you know year saying? It, it, it's at a boiling point. Black Lives Matter in Twitter and in, in Tinder bios. Tinder bios, yes. Oh my god, that's so much cap. Like that son. Is so much cap. Oh, yeah, it's a lot of cap. Like you had, so much cap. Of, you had a lot of um social media. Um, Black Lives Matter um, supporters and shit like that. You've seen the videos, people, hey, record this and go spray it up and shit. Like, Man, like you know how real, I knew? It was some real sick shit, bro. It was some real sick You know sick how I knew this shit was capped? Remember the day that we all changed, we all, you know, changed our profile pic to, like, all black? Yeah. Nigga, people that were doing that shit were, like, like, you're, you're thinking, like, you're not like that. And plus, like, most of the motherfuckers would be rich already anyway, but... But anyway, but the, the root of what Black Lives Matter is, I think the fact that we made <laughs> this nigga funny. Yeah, <laughs> Biles be like BBW PLM. <laughs> oh shit. Jared, what's up, baby? What is shaking? Yeah, what's going on, brother? But yo, man, like I said, that man, you had the fakers and you had the real ones out there making the real, you had the fakers and you had the steppers. The steppers was out there making yeah. that noise, you know what I'm saying? And shout out to them, man. We had a lot of a lot of marches and not just one march, a lot of them. Weeks of shout out New York City. Them motherfuckers was marching in the the, the heat, mm -hmm. rain, didn't matter. They was out there, you know what I'm saying? Shout With out my into yo, for real. Like they didn't give a fuck, man. Like they knew that, like, they had a, a purpose and a goal going in there, and Corona was the last thing on their fucking mind. Exactly, man. Like I said, Black Lives Matter. We had to paint it in the streets, man. It was so much mm -hmm. crazy shit, man. So much crazy shit. You had the fucking the the what was it the the riot the the riot uh riot, the riot control like that the riot control the riot band <laughs> what would they call it the motherfuckers that be coming from other cities and shit. Plenty, plenty of Dominicans marched, motherfucker. Me included. Yo, man. Oh no, it was a lot of Dominicans that was that was a little that was a little mad about what was gonna happen on the 21st. <laughs> yeah, and they were like, Poppy, I know black. Poppy, I know black. 
<laughs> but yeah, shout out to um Black Lives Matter making noise, getting them marches right, right, showing the people, keeping their names alive. You know what I'm saying? All of that such, man. For real. Uh, what else do we have, man? Once again, rest in peace. And you know what I'm saying? I mean, it's, it's so many fucking it's so many names. Moment of silences we can do. Yeah. We's gonna be a silent ass podcast. But like I said, rest in peace to anybody that was, you know what I'm saying, that 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 died and that got that got fucked over by police brutality and or systematic racism this year. You know what I'm saying? Definitely was a crazy fucking year, and that just added to more of the fuck shit. Mm-hmm. What was we had? Coronavirus. Uh, Travis Scott McDonald's. That was a crazy collab. Jay Balvin. That shit. Jay Balvin. So McDonald's getting in on the fucking just Travis Scott collabs everywhere. PlayStation Five. Fucking well, not PlayStation, but just PlayStation in general. In general. McDonald's, bruh. Fucking the night. The the Travis Scott dunks this year, like crazy. He had fucking twenty twenty in the palm of his hands brand wise like he was one of the biggest brands of 20 he didn't even care about music he didn't even really like no what well, well and once again rest in peace pop smoke i think once he passed the whole jack boys thing probably they kind of like let it chill for a little bit was he, pop think, signed them? i don't think he was signed but he was part of the crew and that jack boys tape was dope that oh, was about yes, to be it that was about to be, about to be 2021 i mean 2020 it was about to be some shit because you had his album, you had um Don Tolliver's album, like, and both of them mm-hmm. was really good. But I like, I like the Jack Boys album a little better than what? Than the Don Tolliver one. Well, I'm just looking at Don Tolliver as himself, but I I get what you're saying though. I mean, obviously, it's Travis curating the shit. Marcus, what up, Marcus? What's going on, Mark? But what else we had, man? Um, the rise of Drewski as the comedian, man, Drewski. killed the internet this year. That nigga, that, that's the funniest oh, thing on the planet. Guy. The him, on the planet. Him and Lou Ratchet. Had them two niggas. You ever seen Lou Ratchet? The one dude who be doing the um like the uh skits, it'd be like the like kind of like the point of view joints. He'd be having to pretty much be beating the shit out of the cameraman sometimes. Nah. Oh no, nah, you I gotta show you this shit, bro. Him. Drewski went up the Ha Ha Davis level. Oh no, Drewski is—he's—he's—he's—he's he's, he's, he's up there now. But I just wanted to have to give—I had to give light to my man's though, bro, because he's been on—he's been on his shit too this year. Lou Ratchet, bro, this nigga is funny as fucking shit, bro. Here you go. When you ain't smoke yet. Yet I got smoke. I'm taking. I'm eating. No, I can't even eat yet. I can't go yet. I got smoke first. I'm going nowhere until I smoke. I'm so I need to smoke first. What the fuck? <laughs> this is one video. This is real. Right? He got other classics though. <laughs> I'd have been rushing to the crib. I'd have been there all day. Sitting there miserable as fuck talking to nobody. <laughs> mad as hell. What the fuck? I would have been mad as fuck. I got to smoke an AP before I leave anywhere. <laughs> Hold on, let me find this one joint. One joint. This dude kind of looked like Hollow the Don. That's why I be real. That's why I first called him Hollow the Hollow the Ratchet. <laughs> let me see, yo. This nigga, this nigga really be dumb, bro. These joints be funny as fuck when it be a little kid shit too, bro. <laughs> Oh, here we go. When y'all ain't get much on Christmas. Is this all you got? Just these two things? Mom, this cake! 
Bro, he really when he do the kids, or they really be reminding me of like how like some real shit, dog. Like you know who he looked like? You know the dad and don't be a menace. Fucking um dad. Fucking what's his name? The short nigga. Who brother? Lorenz Tate. Um, Lorenz Tate. He looked just like him. Lamar. Lamar Tate. But nah, shout out Lou Red. But like I said, he I think he's gonna have a crazy 2021. But Drewski, though. Don't be surprised. He Drewski on a wild and out somewhere. If that shit come back. Yo, that, dude, wild and out getting canceled. Yo, what the fuck? Who expected that, man? Coming and coming off of the Professor Griff interview that he that uh Nick Cannon had on his platform. Yo. Yo, fuck out, Jerry. Where your mama, nigga? <laughs> yo, that nigga be dumbing, bro. Oh man, but yo, um, what the fuck? Yeah, so we had the interview. They was basically talking about, you know, saying how basically I don't want to make it seem like, but you know, I don't give a fuck. How the 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 fucking fucked up part of the Jewish uh community be pretty much blackballing and doing a lot of fuck shit and shit like that. I mean, he wasn't wrong. Right. But once it got out and, you know what I'm saying, you know this is cancel culture, they wasn't trying to hear that. 2020! That's another thing that happened in 2020. Cancel culture got his legs. And this was one of the biggest, well, for for, for black people at least, this was one of our our biggest ones this year. Like, yo, how the fuck y'all take away wilding out? Because the nigga was speaking a little truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. fuck cancel culture. If y'all gonna cancel me, y'all gonna have to drag me like how they drag Cuba Gooding out the fucking uh, courthouse. <laughs> That's how you gonna have to drag me, man. But yeah, man, we got the cancellation of Wildin' Out, which was one of the the hubs of new fresh comedians and new mm-hmm. fresh comedy content. Like, and man, that shit was crazy, bro. Nick was making fly, bro, because they was trying to give him the spot to take over. And he was, was like, "Nah, can't even do it, bro. That's not that's not a real nigga move." Eighty five South is doing good anyway. And shout out to them. I think they during COVID, their podcast was able to thrive so much better because I think about it, they were doing the live comedy wow. show and they were getting mm-hmm. million views off of them joints, racking them easy. So with COVID now, which takes that away. I think they were able to take. They weren't able to, like you said, they was able. They wasn't wasn't able to uh, really kind of like fall in the ditch or anything like that because they had the, right. the podcast already that was already good, and they just able to take it up another level. Now they got they had uh, two chains on there, currency, currency on there. Um, they, they just had uh, Jay Prince. On Jay there. Prince, yeah, man, they have some big names on there to share. So that was really dope to see that. Um, they have a music artist on there now, bro. Like. It's, that's really dope for them, man. Um, like I said, comedy this year was really up and down. Like Chappelle, yeah, because we didn't really get to get too many tours and nothing like that. We got the Unforgiven drum with Chappelle, yeah, and Chappelle show. 
that was a crazy moment. Um, let me see what else we had. I mean, Griselda, they turned up this year. We had their albums. You know what I'm saying? We're going to get into our um, albums when we close out the show, our entire list and shit. But just their takeover of the year, just from Pray for Paris to From King to a God. Awesome God. Awesome God, too. Burden of Proof. Fucking, um, what we got? The Big Ghost LTD tape. Fucking. Flowers for the Wicked. Yep. That fucking uh, Burden of Proof. Fucking, um, you want to count the BSF tapes? Like, oh, fucking, um, Boldy shits too. Boldy, like, it was so much content that they pushed out this year, just to really coming off of last year. Like, and last year was a light year for them. Twenty nineteen was a light year, considering. I think this year they took it up a notch, but even better quality. You know what I'm saying? Like Lulu for conversation with Lulu, crazy. Then you get, you know what I'm saying? Pray for Paris early, like crazy. Then you 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 capped the year off with, you know what I'm saying, burden of proof, which was like, come on. They capped it together too. I feel like that they have a formula that I always talk about it, that three-man weave formula. They do it all the time. And I think this year they were able to drop their volume went up because of how they released their music. And it, the thing. Rock Nation connection really, we really see what the effects of that Rock Nation connection did too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The producers they're getting, the fucking, you know what I'm saying? The link ups, like French Toast is still one of my favorite records this year. Bondo, George Bondo from that same. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just saying, in the sense of, you know what I'm saying? The link up, like with Wale and Westside, we can go to with, you know what I'm saying? Um, 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 Conway, Tyler. And, you know what I'm saying? T- with Conway and uh with this make you may, I don't think you really like this joint too much, but I like, but I wasn't expecting this link up to Conway and Dage Loaf. I wasn't expecting that. You know what I'm saying? Um fucking Rick Ross, I mean Rick Ross and um Benny, like and seeing their relationship now, like they they are definitely even getting their connections up higher, you know what I'm saying? For real, it's the CNA and the, the CNA and the um and the, and the A, bro. <laughs> Real man. What else, man? What else? Um, I do want to give some um credit to Chris Brown and Young Thug. I know we're not going. I know they're not in either of our lists, but I thought they had a really good album for them linking up randomly. Like just a random link up, and for them to drop like a lot of good records that they had on there, bro. That was some dope shit, bro. And I mean, obviously, it's not like a big. It's not our type of rap, but. It was some really good music, and for them it's to like, type of rock. yeah, it's and give it, but to give us that type of good type good music, wishing and that music was for outside, outside, yeah, give us that during COVID, like during a COVID time where it's like not a lot of like great, 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 great music like that. That was some good, some fun music to listen to, bro. Speaking of um, like uh, Ransom and Nick Craven, like the year that they had five yeah. for five, yeah, like, man. shout out Flea Lord also. Some people say 12 for 12. Like 12 for 12. Yeah, like, a lot of dudes working really, really hard this year. The, really the, hard this year, man. The this, quarantine is good music. And the quarantine helped the underground artists, I feel like. But speaking of music, though, let's talk about like shit, man. We had a lot of artists really utilizing Instagram during these times, too. The, the live streams were insane. Boosie became a fucking god on Instagram. That they had to, they took the man off Instagram because he had too much. Yo, he had bitches fucking on Instagram, damn near, bro. Eating pussy on Instagram. Redacted's quarantine radio. Bro, 
Yo, his and that was the next one. His shit was up, bro. Some people say they had they had one of the uh early versus joints on there too with um him and him and French. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? We seen the we seen the little the the seedings of him and him and uh Megan's relationship on there and shit. Yeah. Like and the whole spin out from there, like, oh my god. Like, versus that's another thing that happened this year, too. Man, another phenomenon that just took the world by storm in 2020. Oh, Tori and Megan, that whole situation crazy, bro. Like, and we're still seeing the rollout from there. Like, still seeing the rollout. I'm tired of the situation. I have nothing else to speak on it, but it was some nut shit. Like, we got this song, we got a whole album, two whole albums. Crazy, bro. Like, I forgot. Didn't Tori drop something else, right? No, Tori dropped his shit, and then Meg just. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The good news shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking about the disc record she had in the, the Who Shot Your Shit. But it was like, it was a lot of crazy shit, man. A lot of crazy shit with that, man. You have people taking sides, man. People canceling Tory, All of that, man. A lot of, lot of crazy shit with that, man. Very messy. Very messy. And they haven't even gone to court yet. So imagine when they do go to court. Yeah, man. Um, and just one just thought again, man. Just keep our black women safe, bro. In any in any instance. I'm, I'm a person that's that holds on. I don't... I, I just would I would never harm a, a woman. That's just me. I I'm just not raised like that. So I'm here, man. Like, yeah, man. So you know what I'm saying? Protect protect black women at all costs, please. Like what, what where do you get off just like shooting a female, bro? Because it's weird. I'm not saying that he did it. I'm not saying that he did it or didn't. I'm just saying protect black protect black women at all costs. Um, let's talk about some TV, man. We're going to get back. We're going to be going everywhere, bro. It's a lot of shit that nah, happened. This is one of them shows. We're going to be going in and out. Bruh, The Last Dance. Mm. Talk about a fucking moment. I said, it, I said it in the group chat earlier, man. That was one of the best things of 2020, my nigga. And the way, the reason it hit for me is because when it came out, what no basketball on. That was our basketball. And we kind of forgot about it too, because they gave us the little build up last mm-hmm. year. We were like, oh shit, what? Yeah. They gonna talk about that. Oh fuck. They dropped it early. That's mm-hmm. what happened. Mm-hmm. Oh, they dropped they dropped it early because of COVID. It, it was supposed to Shout drop. Out to the Shout out to them for that too. Giving us something to really like entertain us during these times. Like that was some of the best TV. For real, for real, bro. Was, like man. I was at bro. work watching that shit, bro. Invested in that shit. Bro, we learned about the goddamn cocaine circus. That <laughs> was insane. Scotty Pippen taking a pay cut. Oh my god, Scotty the pay cut. Dennis Rodman, Dennis Vegas. Oh, Dennis Rodman. <laughs> Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman in the gang does Vegas like the inner circle. <laughs> 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 oh, what else did we learn from that? Bro, that Jerry Krause was not liked in that locker room. That man was damn near the devil. Um, shit, man. We learned about how crazy, crazy. We knew his that we knew Michael Gambling was crazy, but oh, to the point God. where he even got mad when the security guard did the move on him. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the security guard smoked this shit. That nigga was tight. That nigga was tight. Oh. <laughs> he with the, yo. oh no, bro. We, we, oh, we also learned just how calculated Jordan was on the court. Do you remember the story about how the dude was like, yo, he created some Jordan made something up in his mind to make yeah. it look to motivate like a path. Like, like a psychopath. 
we knew he was different, but this documentary kind of showed us that he different. Yo, what like, you he, seen? You seen the night before, right? The night before, oh, the Christmas movie. Yeah, yeah. Remember when Seth Rogen took the um, pills? And he started seeing his wife as a monster. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm not saying Michael Dyer popping pills, but that nigga was a little twisted up there, bruh. Like, you know how to just be making shit up and just trying to destroy my career. You're a psycho, my nigga. I didn't know I knew you. You know how secure in your skills you have to be to make some shit up and then Go out there and And execute it. And execute. Exactly. In your mind. Like. That was was broken Jordan. That wasn't a regular Michael Jordan. That was broken Jordan. Jordan is a definite. You know when girls be like, yo, I had a dream. I had a dream that you cheated on me. And they get mad at you the whole day for that. Yo. Jordan did. Oh, I I remember you did something. Just call me a bitch for I never spoke to this man in my life. Right. Like, damn. Oh my god, bro! But that shit, ten parts, man. We were glued Dude. to every single moment, man. Um, it's on Netflix. I might rewatch it again. Yeah, for it's real, man. But I, I was kind of confused. Well, not confused, but I was wondering what the, what the original version was supposed to look like. Because Scotty Pippen was saying what he thought it was supposed to look like was not oh, not not make him look like a fucking cheapskate. They basically made it seem like more so of a Michael Jordan documentary than a Bulls documentary, and I can I can agree with that. It's a Michael Jordan documentary, but like in this on, this, on the other side, it's about it's like Michael Jordan and the Bulls. It's about the '98 Bulls. Michael Jordan and, and the '98 Bulls. Bulls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's for real, like because they did the flashbacks and shit, which I thought was dope. I loved how they did this. Some people didn't like that shit. I loved it when they did the flashbacks in between the like original story because there'll be something in the the, the present story mm-hmm. that would have you have a reason to go back and tell the reason why something was like that, or why he's like that, or whatever, whatever. I thought that part was really dope, man. Um, Yo, when he hugged Larry Bird and Larry Bird was like, you bitch, you, fuck you. Shout out to Larry Bird always being TTG, bro. I don't care what nobody say. Larry Bird is always TT fucking G, bro. For real, bro. Shout out my fucking guy, man. Real talk, bro. That nigga is really always TTG, dog. You bitch, you. I slapped the shit out you. You bitch, you. Yo, that nigga do ha, 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 through the legs. You bitch, you. <laughs> Yo, but nah, man, it's dope shit, man. We got to really see why, why, uh, Larry, why, um, Mike, what's his fucking name, bro? Phil Jackson. Phil Jackson, why he really ended up going to the Lakers and shit like that. Cause it's really no reason for him to leave, but literally destroyed the whole squad. And you know what's crazy? Watching that last episode. And how they like focused on that last two minutes. Watching that game again is different now, knowing what we know now about how they use Pippen as a decoy for that for those for like those two minutes and sh- like watching that game now is totally different. The way they added like all that insight for those like last two minutes when he pushed off and all that because he pushed off. Oh yeah, he definitely oh, pushed off. He definitely pushed off. Um, and how Byron Russell was talking about how he was gonna lock Jordan down. <laughs> you gotta relax, brother. You got to chill. Byron, you got to Byron. 
gotta chill, brother. Got to chill, man. But no, once again, man, amazing documentary. All in all, like that is something that's a replay value out the gate. But I was so happy when they had when they put it on Netflix, man. I haven't rewatched it yet because like I gotta just it's 10 parts, so you gotta really be like um, invested this with again, like because I still remember so much shit from it, so I gotta have I gotta miss it a little bit. So I'm probably gonna give it a spin back price spring or something like that. Just or probably, you know, when one of my man. shows and you know when one of my shows end or something like that, or when I'm in between shows, who knows? But we had that. But let's talk about something else that control TV for a good time. Tiger King. Yes. Are you did kidding it, me? Did it though? Did you watch it? Carol fucking Baskin, nigga. We Carol. don't know. Who, we wouldn't know the fuck. That. Bro, she was on Dancing with the Stars, wasn't That's she? True. Yeah. Come on. She, she was there as Carol Baskin. And she's on Dancing with the Stars. How is this not great TV? She has a lot of privilege. Yo, how is this not great TV, dog? She has a lot of privilege. Son, that was some of the most, like, I haven't watched. I wasn't that glued into Netflix probably since the fucking making of a murderer joint. Making of a murder. Oh, uh, fuck. The first one. The, the first, first one. one. I probably wasn't that glued into a Netflix series like that. You didn't like you? Didn't like you? I still haven't watched it. You need to. Tell I probably will once I get my like Dexter vibe, like comparisons mm-hmm. out my head. I'm a big Dexter fan, so I'm like, well. That was, that was something else that happened in 2020 as well. Dexter coming back. They even get, did they do it? Did they do it yet, though? I mean, they announced it. Yeah, they announced they announced that the, the return of that, but I mean, I'm really confused on what the fuck they're gonna do with that, bro. Like, at least with like, I don't know. At least with like Prison Break when they came back, you at least be like, oh, at least I knew Mike was just always up to something. You know what I'm saying? You can always Mike was always up to something. So uh, him coming back from death is not too far out of his repertoire. But this is like the nigga literally just went into a like. The dead of the ocean, like yeah, he, he. How the fuck you come back from that? Like, he was presumed dead, right? But I don't know. I'm interested in that though. But Tiger King, though, bruh, fucking, what's the dude name again? I just know uh, him. Joe Exotic. Joe Exotic, bruh. That nigga became a fucking superstar this fucking year, bruh. I'm surprised they didn't put him on fucking Dancing with the Stars. He would have killed that bitch. He would have killed that bitch. Yo, he would have. Hey, uh, Joe, it's not your. T- Joe, it's it's not your go. Nigga, it's on that site. Machete. Carol, get out. <laughs> it was on site for Carol Baskin. It was on site, bro. But you just got to think about the twists and turns you got in that story from it just being a whole joint. Just you think it's just about. A wildlife, a little weird dude that do with a wildlife ex, uh, exhibit, whatever, whatever. And then you see a person with no arm. You're like, all right, that's understandable. Shit happens. Okay. Then you start seeing more of the workers and shit. And then you start finding out our dude is gay. I'm like. That's a left turn. All right, it's, a little, all right, it's a little random, but seeing his get up, he a little, he a little, he a little spicy. All right. Everybody but he flew. Sorry, sorry, cool. The, the dude, a little weird, kind of. All right, what love is love. And then they added the other dude in that shit, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on now?" Shit, shit took a turn. <laughs> These niggas got a whole love triangle. This nigga, 
this nigga is tricking on the, the dude and shit like this. Like, oh my god, that shit was hilarious, bro. Like, the shit was dumb funny. Then we get to the whole Carol Baskin beef, that shit, and that shit just became hilarious. Mm-hmm. Kind of like it was like you, it was split because you like you if you if you start to like Joe Exotic, you want his shit to stay open, but right. if you understood what Carol Baskin was under what her side you're, you're supporting like, a murderer. Okay, right? You know what I'm saying? Well, no, I'm saying I'm gonna say like her on the stance of why she was trying to shut down Joe. You know what I'm saying? But. When you started seeing how she was running her her flu, when they started a little focusing on her shit more, her her family and her, you know what I'm saying, how she ran the camp and shit, was like, this shit is a little weird, too. Like, why is all this motherfucker so weird? Then they get into her life, and they found about the money and the past, the, the death, and oh, my God, bro. Like, she's, a, can't, she's a black widow, damn near. Tell me that's not one of the best things that happened on TV this year, bro. No, that, it, it, it took the world by storm. It that was, was literally crazy. like some, a crazy fucking South Park episode, dog. Swear to a God. A very long one. A very long South Park episode, for real, bro. Insane shit, man. What else did we get this year, bro? We had that. Um, We talked about staying at home. We already talked about that. Uh. Megan Stallion, obviously, her career went even higher this year. The versus shit, bro, like that. Oh, that shit. Hey, uh, I, I went right past that, but versus, I mean, we can. It's shout out to Timbo and shout out to Swizz, like you two dudes. We do you, you dabbled in this stuff here and there before. We seen y'all go against each other. We seen you know what I'm saying the Just Blazes versus and such like that on the turntables and we seen that. We loved it. It was great mm-hmm. content. Great content. But then we get to the COVID stuff where it's like, damn, the fuck we gonna do ain't shit to do right now. And these niggas come up with this, bro. And when I mean this was literally my me personally, literally top five best things of 2020. Hell yeah. It's just me as a cause you know, we music motherfuckers, so we love this shit. This is up there with the last dance, top five. Bro, this was one of the best things ever, bro. And let me uh go to some of the verses that happened this year. And you let me know what was some of your favorite. So we had we started with Swiss and versus Timberland. It was dope. That shit was dope. Then we had Boy Wonder versus Hit Boy. That's the one that I missed that one. And I had I had to search high and low for the full video for that. And I cannot find the full video for it. That might be one of my favorite ones because it was so early in the game. And we got the links too from Hit. Oh man, that was some good shit. That was some good shit. And then we get to one of the funniest ones. Oh shit. Dream versus Sean Garrett. And this one is what made versus pop. I'm telling you, bro. This one that made it lit. Drunk Sean Garrett. Garrett being one of the craziest, weirdest, funniest niggas you'll ever see. Making all the funniest facial j- this nigga was off the shits, bro. Like he had to be off the shits, drunk, whatever. But when it came to that music, though, it was rocking, and Dream was in his bag. He was like making yo, he was doing some fly shit, dog. When he played, when the nigga started playing her, uh, when Sean Gary was playing his record, a nigga went outside to go play golf. Oh my god. That's like unbothered. That's a level of unbothered that. I'm trying to get at like that's unbothered to the highest level, man. 
And that's good because I feel like I always this, this was one of my favorite ones because they were some of the best writers, bro. Some of the and they made Beyonce look like a god in this shit, bro. They had played Holy Grail, One Plus One, All of the Lights, Girl, Love on Top, Soldier, fucking No Church in a While, Goodies, Throw It in a Bag, Just Fine, You Already Know, Bed, Baby, Breakup, Fancy, Bossy, I Love Your Girl, Grills, Birthday Cake, Run It, like, come on, this is hits yeah. These they niggas were wildin'. Them niggas went in, bro. They was wildin'. Then we get to like we had Neo versus Jonte Austin, which was just so smooth, so chill. Jonte Austin got really, out of here though. I really like that one. Jonte Austin really cooked them. He, he he really cooked them, but he did it in the most like respectful gentleman like way though. You know what I'm saying? Respectfully. Yeah. Then we get Manny Fresh versus Scott Storch, which was kind of another a body. That was a body. Scott Storch went. Oh my god! I don't. Whew. My bad, Manny Fresh. Still, still love you. We all love you. Your DJ sets are still one of the best, but. Man, you got cooked that yeah, day. Great, fam. Another one, another person that kind of got cooked, but it was just a fun ass versus still. T Pain versus Lil John. See, I didn't catch that one, but they said that that one was. It was on a Saturday night too. So it, was it was lit, wild. bro. It was lit. We got we got two new songs. A great song from T Pain. A great song from um uh Lil John ushering uh Ludacris that sex beat joint. Dope shit. But man, they had so many great songs with there, but you really got to see how great fucking Little John was throughout these years, bro. Yeah, like, Little John touched a lot, bro. Like Little John has touched shit that people don't even know, like he had his fingers in. That sounds wild. That sounds very wild. They were finger banging the culture. <laughs> hey, there you go. <laughs> uh, my man Little John out here, finger banging the culture. Finger banging the culture. But uh, then we had one of my favorites, and we know us gotta gotta keep it gutter. This is versus this, the DJ Premier, bro. This even though audio wise, it got this was when they started learning that they had to get the audio right. But if you just go record for record, this was some of my favorite joints, bro. This was one of my favorite ones as well. When RZA played Cold World, oh my god! As a Wu Tang fan, I can appreciate this version, bro. Then, yo, and then fuck yo, my fucking joint. What's my shit? Fucking um, what is it? I can't think of it right now, bruh. Run. Oh, that shit, bruh. Oh, the ghost face shit. Ooh. It was so many great joints on here, bruh. So many, so many, so many. Shout out to DJ Premier and uh Rizza for that one. I were that was one of the ones I wanted them to spin back the block on them for real, for real. But then we got Babyface versus Teddy. Oh my god. The talking that fucking baby face was given Teddy, and this is the one we had to get the redo for. Yeah, and this shit was crazy. Teddy we know got it a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, that nigga was wilding, bro. But once we got it though, it was lit. I ain't even gonna hold you. But Babyface really was talking heavy. They said Babyface was being so eloquent with the shit talk that it just came off as like. Like they let him rock because he's just they let him rock, bro. It was bro, it was nasty, bro. It was real nasty. Like T if I was Teddy, bro, I'd have been like, hey yo, bro, you got to chill the fuck out. Like hello, you need to relax, big fella. Then another one of my favorite ones, Erica Badu versus Jill Scott. Oh, I just I you seen I had the window seat in my my, my Instagram earlier. Nah, nah, nah. 
and I say it's so fine. I just wanted to sage my room. And oh my God. I love Jill Scott and Erica Badu so fucking much, bro. What do you mean just the, the vibe was so, oh man, it was up there, bro. It was up there. And it was just really like, it wasn't this one, it wasn't a battle at all. That was, was a chill verse. Vibing. You was really vibing. Like, I felt no sense of a battle at all to the point that they was up. Remember, they did, she had did the, you got the two versions of, um, you got me and shit. Yeah, they played one and the other person played the other. Come on. Like, I don't think that's fire. ever happened. Dumb fire, <laughs> but like, it was really up there lit. Like, I love that one. That was really one of my favorite ones. Nelly versus Ludacris, body bag. Ludacris cooked Nelly so bad that the nigga started getting discombobulated in pixels and shit. I think um my, my other favorite, like my last favorite, is Jaden Fab. Like that one. That one created body bag. Bro. Body bag. But you, another one that was a fucking party, and I missed it, but I had to go back and watch it. Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer. That was a good party right there, yo. And the camaraderie shown. Oh, man, they was lit. They Mm -hmm. was lit. You you really could have put that shit on a real stage and they would have been just Mm -hmm. as Man, imagine that shit would have cried. That's how they were rocking it. They were rocking out like it was in fucking on a stage with millions and millions of people. Next, the worst versus, in my opinion, Jagged Edge versus 112. I got one better. Um, E-40 versus Too Short. Nah, you bugging, bro. You didn't even watch it. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You watched the whole thing. I watched it after. That shit was dumb lit to me. I don't know what you're talking about. These niggas fucking audio right in this shit. Zagazow. Nah, the fucking uh 112 and Jagged Edge, bro. I was listening to that shit on the Porsche. I was trying to get my vibe on. Niggas come and get their fucking audio right. I'm like, come on, bro. Like that shit pissed me off all the way, bro. Then we get another one of my favorites. And this was like right after the passing. I forgot who had just passed, but it was just a day of healing. And we had nah, Kurt this Cobain. was after um this was after Floyd. It was after it was after George Floyd. Yeah, man. We got Kurt Franklin versus Fred Hammond. And when I mean I needed that, the world needed that. Man, that shit was just a, a party. Uh 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 uh, a sense, like I said, a, a time of healing, you know what I'm saying? The vibe with your peoples, all of that, man. And it took me back to my old time of being a kid in church, listening to them old Kurt Franklin records, them old Fred Hammond records, man. Like that shit took me back. That had to make me a little church playlist for my Sundays, man. Not church, church, church. But um, what else we had, man? We had that. I love it. Another one in my um, bottom tier joints, Alicia Keys versus John Legend. Very forgettable. Only joint I remember that joint is when John Legend played my joint Selfish, and I was lit for that. Then I was like, all right. All in, baby. Yeah, I'll turn it off after this. Then we get to another body bag, Jada versus Fab. And this is when niggas need to Jada. This is when niggas learn about sequencing. That is when niggas learn about sequencing. Drunk Jada, one of the best parts of verses, clear as day. The yellow outfit in the Hall of Fame. Marketing. Marketing, man. Um, then we get another one of the top tier joints. DMX versus Snoop Dogg. Ooh. Oh, my God. You talk about a fucking party, bro. Like, you really had the world partying. 
for a good fucking two hours, bro. And like more camaraderie shown in that one too. Beautiful camaraderie, especially being from the east and the west. Like mm -hmm. and the stories, bro. The stories, all the stories we got throughout these verses were amazing. Yeah. But the ones in this one, when um about the story about get at me, dog. Down notes. Like, bro, man, he said that shit to me one day. What was it? Get at me, dog. Yeah, he said it. He said he said it to me one day, and I just couldn't get the shit out of my head. I'm like, come on, this is fire. You know, DMX does not fucking remember what the fuck Mace told him 30 years ago. You know that, right? Nah, this was uh Snoop. Remember Snoop? I told him, said, get at me, dog. And he had made the song after that shit. Oh, you said DM. Wait, he said Snoop told him, get at me, dog. Yeah, he was like, get at me, dog, and said, like, you know, I'll stoop talking shit and like then, that. And then DMX was like, hmm, that shit sounds clever. I like, I like this a lot. Yo, I like this a lot. Yo. I really wish, I feel like he talks in an eloquent voice. I don't know why. I feel like that voice is fake. You remember him singing in Belly in the shower? <laughs> 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 Yo, I'm telling you, dog. On this joint, bro. What's my name? Who am I? Gin and juice. Get at me, dog. Some ex shit. Fuck with Dre Day. Two of America's most one and stop being greedy. Down for my niggas. Like Ain't no fun, yo. I'm surprised right. they played Ain't No Fun. I was happy they played Ain't I No Fun. I mean, I was happy too, but I'm we surprised. needed them to play Ain't No Fun. What these bitches want? Come on. Yeah. It was that man, top tier, top tier verses. Then Ross Chains, body bag, in my opinion. Ross was, Yeah, it was so much of a body bag that this nigga Ross got a massage mid fucking and it was a celebration dance. Like, oh my god, yeah. Ross was cooking that mid fucking verse. He was, he was moving and grooving in that shit, bro. And then we get to one of the craziest beefs of hip hop generation: Brandy versus Monica. Oh, I thought you was going with. I mean, that was a. <laughs> nah, that, was a <laughs> that it. it. But not Brandy versus Monica was dope, man. Just to know that that just the uh rivalry, quote unquote, between them, the stories, slight <laughs> subtle shade between the two. This the caddy as hell. Yeah, that's the shade between the two was crazy. And how yo, Monica fly as shit. Brandy, voice of an angel. Of course. Yo. Of course. Uh what is it? Uh class personified. Yes, but her shade game. Up there, up here in the upper room, right there. But she was like, "Well, I ain't heard of that one before, or something." She would say some of the her, her, and Babyface. Shout out to both of them for still looking they up there. Amazing. Oh yeah, for real, amazing. bro. And yo, shout out for real because Brandy dropped a really good album this year. That B Seven album was really good. Shout out to her, man. Like Monica still look like Monica. You remember yo, Monica? Follow on Instagram. Amazing. You remember Monica and ATL? How she? That shit was fat, never. That should be nice, bro. I love it, man. Then we had some for the OGs, man. We had the Gladys Knight versus Patty LaBelle. It was nice. It was cool. It wasn't like my, one of my cup of teas, but you know what I'm saying? I do love, I do love a couple Patty records, and 
I do love me some Gladys Knight. Gladys Knight is one of my top. T- if I if I ever needed a cougar in my life, I want Gladys Knights. I want Oprah. Ugh, why? So she can call you a. So she can say you. You know what I'm saying? She make a documentary about you. Nah, so I can take all her money like Dave Chappelle did. Nah, bro. She gonna make a documentary. My documentary about you and defame you to the black community. Uh, we'll cut a deal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um. Then we get. Then we get the one like I really said, the real beef for the century, Gucci Man versus Jeezy, which was this was another one of the best verses of my this bro. Might be top one. Might be, bro. Might be just off of off of this right here. Off of that right there. We're not gonna say it, but we're gonna, you know what I'm saying? Off that right there. Off of that little saying right there. Man, in Jeezy, his speeches, the transitions, Gucci not giving a fuck, the classics. All of that, man, and trying the 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 size people took going into this shit, man. Have you seen the parody, the fucking the cartoon parody of that shit? Nah, but yo, but shout out to Atheon Crockett and Spice Adams too for oh. doing all the parody after the um verses too. Shout out to them, man. I thought those was really dope ways of them getting themselves up too, man. Then we had the uh, then we ended the year. Well, not well, I think ended the year off. With E40 versus Too Short, which I thought was a really dope joint for Oak Town, man. Man, like I said, me and my boy, you know what I'm saying, the chat, man, as I did, we some niggas who really, you know, say fucked with E40 as some as as growing up as kids, bro. We used to sprinkle me, baby. Right. Yeah, it was our shit, bro. But just on top of that, that fucking, you know what I'm saying, the classic. Bro. They really had that shit really reminded me of all the fucking like heat that too short really got. In a game that he really was speaking on records, bro. Like them niggas is real legends, bro. And that was a good, like I said, good um ode to the West Coast. Cause like I said, they ain't getting no um verses the whole time. So they finally got one. And who better to do it? One of the littest fucking parts of um California, Oakland. The bay. The bay. And it was good because it was like with artists, like I said, with the Kamayas, Larry Junes, such and so forth now. You gotta go back and look at the history and see like these are the guys who you know what I'm saying put the you know, some of the stomping grounds in there. Shout out Mac Dre also, you know what I'm saying? So that was dope for that, man. But versus in general, man, one of the best things of 2020, in my opinion. And you guys, I know you go you can agree with me also on that. That's top five. Definitely, bruh. Uh let's see, man. Is anything you just want to miss uh before we uh close out before we get into our um joints? Uh um, just, just, just me, you know, see me being a sneakerhead, I just had to get a couple of these joints out, man. The rise of the Nike dunk this year was literally out of this world. You talk about a sneaker who was kind of like practically in the dirt for a couple years. And just cause Travis Scott puts on a few pairs, the That's sneaker literally goes through the fucking moon and literally every single pair that drops sells out. Literally every pair. Like, we had the Chunky Donkeys, which was the collab with Ben and Jerry's. You had the fucking um, Travis Scott Dunks, which was insane. Now you got the PlayStation 5 Dunks coming out. Like, those are just three. You know what I'm saying? And it's uh, on top of the slew of multiple other Dunks that came out this year, man. You had fucking Virgil coming out with his own dunk. Like, it's so many oh, people who want to get on the dunk dunk wave, man. You had so many new collabs. Like, they really made it feel like 
the old like back in the day of what dunks used to be where so many yeah, different dunks. Oh, eight, oh, nine. Well, that was bro, really take it back, shit. Oh, four, oh, five, oh, six. Like, Damn. yeah, it's like that, like that. Like when people were like lines crazy, you know what I'm saying? If, if outside was open and you would have lines busting out, you know what I'm saying? Like right before, you know what I'm saying, the world closed up and you had, you know what I'm saying, All-Star Weekend in Chicago, the sneaker world was insane. It was in Chicago. They had all the people down there and shit like that. Man, you had the Yeezy trucks going through Chicago, kids running after the trucks and shit. They giving out sneakers oh, and shit, bro. Like, peep, it was crazy before the world closed, bro. Like, it was really insane, bro. And, like, the dunks with just the whole, like I said, with bots and, you know what I'm saying, people backdooring sneakers, selling them out these stores and all of that shit, man. Dunks have been one of the most coveted type of sneakers to try to get your hands on this year, bro. One of the one of the top joints, bro, for real, for real. Um, And another uh, big shoe we had, the Union 4, that was a crazy shoe. The Dior 1, the, D, the Dior 1. Dior, Dior. Dior, Dior, a man, recipes pop smoke. If he was alive, man, they already know he would have got crazy market. That would have been a crazy uh, brand mesh kind of thing. You feel me, bro? Let me see. I had a couple joints. I just want to give uh, like some of my favorite shoes this year, man. Um, Jordan One Court Purple. This is one of my favorite joints. This all purple Jordan One right there. Uh, I thought that was purple. one of my favorite joints. Look like look like the Grape Street shoes. <laughs> Oh man, they re-released the Flints this year. I thought that was such a great. Those thing. look fire to me. I love those the Flints. I had to cop those. The UNC Jordan threes. I'm a Jordan three head, so when they dropped these, they were yeah, like, I got, I got a pair of threes. I got Katrina threes, so I like, yeah, those look dope. I like the little blue on the side. They supposed to be like the um the UNC uh player edition th um three, so they just took the UNC uh label off the tongue and just put a Jordan one on there and said, "Here you go, the public." Um, Kif, Nike, the Kif Knicks uh away Air Force One lows supposed to be like the Taiwan Air Force Ones, dumb crazy with this that came out this year. Kobe five Bruce Lee's. Oh, I like, like that orange. Bro, you ain't been noticing a lot of players been wearing them shits, bro. Nah, you gotta. I people always always look at people's the basketball player sneakers. That's um, I don't look at the feet. Off white Jordan fours sale, uh, women's edition. Fucking crazy. This is how I know I don't know shit about off white. I was about to say, yo, why that shoe look dirty? <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's the, uh, it's like a tan. Ah, yeah, it's like a sale tan. But um, that I love these Ruhan Wang Air Force Ones. I'm a big. I love artistic um shit on Air Force. Ooh, I like those. These are joints Jared got. I got the Air Max 90s though. I'm a bitch ass nigga. Jared got those. Yeah. Um, Media Day. You know what I'm saying? LeBron Sevens. Those are joints I was talking about earlier. What else? These are another one of the craziest um dunks that came out this year. Strange love dunks right here with the fucking velvet on these bitches. Oh, the strange love? Why they call it strange love? It's the um name of the uh skateboard company. London Air Max Ones, beautiful. I like I love, the gray. I, I like love the gray the on that shit. Just the, the color blocking is amazing. Um, Yeezy Seven Hundred V Threes, just some you know what I'm saying new style shit. I love that, that blue hair. That look horrible. Hey man, you yeah, it's you know what I'm saying. New, you got I, I like them. I like them. 
uh, Grateful Dead. I would have the whole pack on here, but I just wanted to throw one shoe on here. But the whole I like the soul. The soul is blue. I like that. I love these two. The um, Nike uh, SB Blazer, Kevin um, Heaven and Hell joints, or Kevin and Hell. These are the SB Blazers. Heaven and Hell. This was like a whole. I think it was like a uh, velvet or suede on them shits. Wait, Kevin and Hell? Yeah, it's called Kevin and Hell. Yeah. Who's Kevin? It's a. It's the. Uh, it's the um, dude who made them. Ah. Um. The uh, May Leon. The May Leon door. Um, their collab with uh New Balance, these joints were so crazy to me when these drive. Shout out, shout out New Balance. Facts, bro. You know, most again, I'm an Air Force One head. So the South Korea the South Korea Air Force Ones with the reflective laces, the whole reflective uh Nike sign, the this the blue side, you got the pink side also. Freddy Krueger Air Max 95s. Those look fire, fucking amazing. One of the best came out this year for me. Uh, Denham Air Max One, these shits were fucking crazy. It's a jean company, they made these shits. These shits was fucking nuts. I wish my shit oh, was so that's like that's like a denim color, yeah. That was that was pretty much it. But like I said, you had so much crazy shit that came out this year. But those are some of my personal favorites. But like I said, a crazy year for sneakers in general, though, man. Like, with like I said, with everybody being in the house, online shopping was at an all time highs. Everybody's just at their phones trying to get these shits to go nowhere, fucking with the bots. Real son, nasty shit. Fuck the bots. Fuck them Fuck shit. The bots. Fuck them bots. But um, but yeah, man, I think that's that's everything outside of you know what I'm saying. Our you know what I'm saying our our, our award shit, you know what I'm saying. But we're gonna start, let's get into our some of our you know what I'm saying. Oh, yeah, one of my favorite interviews of the year, too. Do you have any favorite interviews of the year? Favorite interview, uh Benny on Bootleg Kev, Bootleg Kev, Bootleg Kev. Yeah, that was really good. Uh uh, the I forgot these niggas' names, but the mine's violator. Drink Champs, mine's Drink Champs, uh, Drink Champs, uh, Violator, yeah, Violator, and Drink Champs Pharrell interview. Those are my top two interviews of the year. I haven't seen the whole Pharrell one, but I'm at the I ain't finished it, but the meat, I got the meat and potatoes of it. The meat and potatoes I got is one of my favorite interviews of the year. Shit, it's three hours, my nigga. God, shit. and I think Tragedy Gaddafi that's another good one with Conway playing uh, the sideline. I, I didn't see I didn't see when they got to the beef when they started beef and I missed that part. No, but, but that's what I don't get. Like they only showed that little part, but dumb niggas was cool the whole interview. Right, right. But you know, hey, it is what it is. But uh, shit, yo, you know them niggas almost canceled Virgil this year. Two Virgils, the nigga was trying to eat. Yo, that shit, that nigga almost got canceled. Then he drops a pair of sneakers and people love them again. Only yes, fans. We love Virgil. Only fans. Shit. Only fans, bro. Go and speak your piece, bro. Look here, man. If you got an OnlyFans, I respect you. Get your coins, queen. Get your coins. But I ain't gonna fucking pay for something that is free. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Porn not is if, free. Not if it's that one, that one bad stripper joint from the town. Ah, uh, that nigga wheels is turning now. Yeah, every time they'll let you show the pussy. I just went. Nah, not- man, because if you know, if you know somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody that knows somebody, you get that link easy for free. You the fool, bro. <laughs> she said treating treating OnlyFans accounts like Disney Plus accounts. 
<laughs> oh shit, I'm dead, bro. Man, like, I mean, I respect you know, respect the hustle or whatever. Like, we had I forgot what episode it was. We were talking about the nurses that were doing OnlyFans. Um, like I respect the hustle, but don't expect me to come out of pocket. But yo, some bitches really got gained careers off that shit this year. Ruby oh, Rose yeah. came out with a whole fucking album this year, bro. Yo, she became a fucking star off OnlyFans. That's insane, bro. But talk about this how some bitches really needed to use that shit, not to bring it to mm-hmm. a serious note. You had I read an article earlier this year that was like you had some nurses who had to contemplate using uh well not contemplate transition to using OnlyFans to to create more revenue for themselves because they weren't getting that much money in the hospital field or, you know what I'm saying, or wherever else they were working. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I can understand it in that sense, real talk. I mean, I could too. That's why I'm not knocking it. But again, I'm not going to pay. Porn is free. Bang Bros is free for me. But, but we're not go. We not go. We not go. We not go act like it is not niggas out there that do pay for that shit. And those are what we call. Shout out my nigga Joe. We call those simp's. Hey, you can pay for you can pay for dinner. You can pay for some free porn. You can pay for some porn. I'm not paying for porn. I haven't paid for porn since I was fifteen. Oh, no, I'm not saying. I'm just saying that the option is always going to be there. Um, let me see anything. I just want to make sure I ain't forgetting that before we go. PS5s, obviously, we talked about that. <sighs> Don't that, remind that, me. That shit is insane. Like, them niggas really are going insane. PS4 niggas. I'm PS4. a PS4 nigga still. I'm a PS4 nigga too, but I'm going to be a X-Bones nigga soon. <laughs> Come on, Mitch. Come on, Mitch. Give me my stimmy. All right, man. Let's see if anything else I'm missing. All right, all right, Zoom. Everybody was on Zoom. Zoom got crazy. Everybody, everybody. Even even we was on Zoom. Technically, yeah. we will be on there. We're gonna be on there in the future. Definitely gonna be on there in the future. Um, yeah, I think that's that's pretty much it, man. Let's get into some. Let's get into our our uh year end list. Meat, the meat and potatoes of what talk came here for. So since we already talking music, let's start with let's start with music, man. Um, where you want to start with? You want to start with? Uh, um, we could do albums since we're gonna be albums. I'm pretty sure we're gonna be going back and forth with. All right, I'll start with mine. Um, I'll start with some honorable mentions. If you have any honorable mentions, let you know what I'm saying let them know. Um, my first honorable mention, um, Lucky Thirteen by Flea Lord. Only reason why it's on my honorable mention list is because I got onto the Flea Lord, like. 12 for 12 list pretty late and this was one of my standout joints um on top of uh i did like um the joint he did with prodigy and havoc i thought that was a really good joint too but this one i thought with the production i i personally like it a little bit more dj shay rest in peace dj shay also we lost mm-hmm. him this year too God, yeah. definitely rest in peace dj shay buffalo legend um he produced this this whole tape when i mean the production is dope as fuck and Flea Lord is getting the fuck off on that shit. Love it. Um, Flea Lord is fire, bro. I'm fire. I think he's gonna be another one. Check it. He's gonna have a crazy 2021. Um, Dark Lane demo tapes. Obviously, uh, I, I, we all know this wasn't the finished product product of what we were getting from Drake. It was, you know, what I'm saying a lot of shit was getting leaked from Drake this year. Drake leaks was on on go this year, and we got pretty much this tape to pretty much, you know, what I'm saying cancel a lot of that shit out. And we got a lot of good records on here. Um, where, yeah, we got fucking when to say when Chicago freestyle. Um, fucking what's one of my other joints? Uh, can't think of it right now. I gotta look up the fucking track list. But we got a lot of good records on there. Like for that to be a tape full of throwaways, 
That's not throwaways. That's some better than a lot of nigga shit, bro. Yeah. Join him and Chris Brown, where he pretty much kind of like put that gave that nigga background vocals. (laughs) (laughs) Time flies. Landed. some people might. I like play. I like Pain 1993 until Playboy Cardi comes on. I don't like Pain. I, I skipped that song completely. It's dope when you're in the whip. I ain't gonna lie. But um, when you want an E way, that's an E way drive. When you want to just and bust an 80, 70, you're saying busting 70 in the uh 80 room. Saying, well, no, I don't go. I don't go. Right. I'm not psycho. Saint Atlanta. Saint Atlanta. Crazy out there, bro. But losses, man. War, demons. A lot of good songs on here. A lot of really good songs on here. Like once again, to be a throwaway tape, man. And then you come with live now, cry later to to build up for the actual album, which we're gonna get. We might get it tomorrow. Never know, bro. You never never know. know. You never know, man. Um, I gotta give some love to the West Coast, man. Mozzie with Beyond Bulletproof. It would have made my top 10, but it's just a lot of music came out this year. Oh, and wow. it's just, it just, it just left my um top 10. Just left it. And just to let people know, um, I'm basing a lot of this stuff off replay value, um, impact, bars, you know what I'm saying? Song quality, a lot of that shit, man. So, you know what I'm saying? If you k- kill me, oh. kill me. And it's like I said, a lot of stuff came out late too. So that that plays effect to some stuff too. But um, Beyond Bulletproof is such a was a dope album. I think Mozzie is coming more so more so into being just a really good artist too. Outside of just you know what I'm saying street rap shit, like I really like the records he had on here, and I can't wait to see what he does for 2021. Um, standout record on there too. Um, what's my joint? Body Count, dope shit, bro. Dope him and um G Herbo, dope shit. Uh, Streams of Thought Volume Three by uh Black Thought. Black Thought, that was a good one. Really I good. Album. I went back to fuck with that album. Would have made the top ten. Just, just missed it. Just missed it. It almost made. I, I was had to cram. Like, I was. It, it made it and left like at least four or five times. But I'm gonna leave it in my honorable mention list. But he, he cooked food on that shit. The record with him, Killer Mike, and Pusha T. Pusha mm. verse on that is one of my favorite verses of the year. Once again, he's on that nigga Drake neck. Drake, leave him alone. It's annoying. Leave it's annoying. Alone. Drake hasn't mentioned that nigga. But, no, it's not that, bro. It was, the mem- it was the whole Maybach music shit. People forget hey! about it. Yeah. 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 And the other shots that he did on the fucking little, the little freestyles and shit after um, Scorpion and such yeah. like that. Like, come on. Yeah. He, yeah. He was, he was warranted in this shit. What'd he say? What'd he say? Uh, the only way you could, uh, what'd he say? Only way you could celebrate a death is with a birth. birth. Oh my God. Jesus Christ. Hit that air horn. Oh, please believe, bro. Please believe that nigga. Yo, really. Don DeMarco. Don DeMarco. For real, son. That nigga wild the fuck out with that shit, bro. But um, that shit, bruh. Um, Mount Marcy, that production on that fucking. Oh, so you, so you have it there. You have it on your shit. Yeah, man. I had to give it. The, and the only reason why it just came out just a little too late for me to really like sit with it enough. You got to think about it. And this time, so much music. You mm-hmm. really trying to sit with an album. Oversaturation of music, exactly. man. Exactly. So going I can't through right really now. sit with your album for too long. I. 
I'm sorry, but it still makes my honorable mention list. I got to give it some credit because the production on there, great. Marcy is, you know what I'm saying? I used to really didn't like Marcy too much because his style was different for me. The off You mentioned that before. Yeah, the offbeat shit was different for me. But once it started like growing on me for a while, I was like, oh, okay. Now is I see. And then with him producing all of Stove Guy shit, then not to like hearing mm. the album, then hearing his production on his own shit, like him doing his own shit, and then hearing like niggas like Schoolboy Q on his production. I need to hear and Eye of Horus are the true standouts for me on that. Yo, Q really went the fuck in on that shit, bro. Like, I need some Schoolboy Q in music in 2021. We just need some TDE, period. Bruh, man. Butterfly Effect was dope, man. It was It's so many dope joints. Like I said, just the production on there is the real standout for me. Like, his production is so amazing to me, bro. So amazing. Um, and last but not least, as God intended by uh Shay Noir. Now, this one that's the one that was really going to make the list, swear to God. But like I said, I just I, I missed After it. Came out. Yeah, that and I missed it a little early in the year, but I, I like this a little bit more than After 12. Really? Yeah, like I like the songs personally, just a little bit more like with Blood is Thicker. I love that fucking the 12 hours record on here. Uh, Daddy's Girl, um, Winter, 94. It's a lot of jokes where she just like talk, just talking that shit, bro. Like, whereas like I always say like she gives me the like the mix of where it's like Eve's record Love is Blind mixed with Little Kim on Quiet Storm. If you put those two together, I feel that's, that's what she wants. Yes. Like, and now those are like some of my favorite records, but it's like she can she can speak on shit where she can speak to the women. She can speak to the, you know, what I'm saying to the to the um to our black people. I like that she doesn't she talk about that gut of shit too. You know what I'm saying? I like that she doesn't talk about her pussy every four bars. Right, but she can if she wants to. She can. She's a, she's not a bad looking girl, but it's just like What's the one joint. What's the, I would much rather like like girls like her in Rhapsody, like that rap, rap. They don't talk about my pussies. My they, no, they rap, bro. The way, way, and rap bro. Like shout out to the record, um, um, with the the passport gifts joint three. Um, what is it? Twas it? Was it called? Was it Twas the night or some shit like that? What the fuck was that shit called? I forgot. It's on my Christmas playlist. There's some thug ass shit on my Christmas playlist. Sad as shit. Where it go? Uh, yeah, twas the night, right? She was talking about basically how she was falling in love. What she uh, she she started loving it on this dude who had a girl, and you know, what I'm saying she knew that her girl, the dude girl, was cheating on her and cheating on him, and she was gonna kill her for to get with him and shit. Like, she'd be on that type of shit, you know, what I'm saying it's not about just I want to fuck this nigga or some shit like that, you know, what I'm saying you know who I put me on the show, Joe, last year, yeah, bro, Shay cooking food, bro. Joe Joe was the first nigga I heard championing Shay, and I was like, "Who's this Shay Noir?" And he was like, "Oh, just." And then we now, did you have any honorable bitches? I didn't have any. Everything is solidified for Everything you. Everything is solidified for me, backed up with facts. And I mean, I feel like pretty much whatever. I feel like pretty much the ones the I know with probably like the last three I said is probably will be on your honorable mention, probably if anything, probably. But um. 
What's your number 10? I'm going to start. You go with your number 10. I'll go with my number 10. Uh, my number 10 is, you already mentioned it, uh, Dark Lane Demo Tapes by Drake. Um, you know, I, there's not much. You said everything you need to You said everything. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. you said about that album. You know what I'm saying? Um, I got at number 10, I got Savage Mode 2. Um, well, matter of fact, I feel like we'll it takes a while. Just go go ahead and say what your list, man. Because well, I say well, I already, we already said what reason why I just said mine. Right. Savage Mode 2, a lot of great songs on there. Like Metro and Savage came back together and came up like just they linked, they it was great so, album. so great. You know what I'm saying? Like from stepping on niggas to many men to fucking uh what's my one joint? I slide any way you want. Put you in sh- the joint, him and Drake joint. That shit fire. Snitches oh, uh, Mr. Right Now. Mr. Right Now. Snitches and rats. The fucking Morgan Freeman skits. Like so much dope shit. Like it was fun album. It was it was it was that street shit you like from them. The consistency running. That was another fire joint. Um, you know, what I'm saying the replay value of it. The artwork of it, they went to the old, you know what I'm that saying? Shit, the, the, the no limit joint. Come on, the new, the old new limit type shit, bro. Yeah. And then they did it instead of doing a deluxe, which is another thing that's been really popular in 2020. People getting that extra bag off the deluxe albums. Streaming. Yeah. yeah. But some of them was really good too. Shout out Elk, shout out Capo. You know what I'm saying? Um, what else? Uh oh, and Pop Smoke too. And Uzi. Yeah, they actually had some good deluxe albums. But, anyways, um, what was I saying? You're talking about yeah, uh, yeah. instead of doing a deluxe album, they just did a trapped and screw version of the album, you know what I'm saying? Which I thought was dope. And I think Don Tolliver did that with his joint too, to did a chopped and screw version. But like I said, I thought that was dope. Just giving credit, like just going back to their southern roots and shit like that. I thought that was dope shit, man. Um, do you want to go with your uh your nine through your nine through one? Uh nine through one. Uh number nine, I have shoot for the moon. Aim for the stars by Pop Smoke. I mean, you couldn't really go anywhere and not hear something from this album coming out of a car. Yeah, or you could not. I heard the woo. You want to vogue with the woo? I heard that shit everywhere, bro. It's really like you can go down the list of his album, and it's like, I'm sorry, my bad. Hey. Well, now that was some uh Miles Davis. It was some of that type shit though. But I was with some jazz last night. But um, where's fuck it? Where's this album at? But his shit, if you really go down the list, is like damn near you pull a single or a, like a little favorite type song from literally almost from beginning to end. You really can. And you know like, who I give credit to? 50 Cent because he yes, let's, let's give him. We got to give him credit to that. And the people he put in, in position to do that shit, too, mm-hmm. man. Like. We didn't know what was going to happen with this with Pop Smoke. Like yeah. we knew it was music out there, but. When 50 said he was gonna do what he was gonna do, when we hear people make, you know what I'm saying, what's the term? Post posthumous? Po- posthumous. 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 I don't know how to say it. Posthuman. Let's go with posthuman. Posthuman. <laughs> the album that they drop after they died. Yeah. But uh yeah, so they after that is like we didn't we would think, all right, it's gonna be all right, you know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be nothing too crazy, you know what I'm saying? Because just those albums never feel good because it's not it's not this it's not it feels just put together versus all beats you know what i'm saying that's the difference with this album exactly presence was felt even in his absence and some of these songs were already made it's like literally they just put the Mm -hmm. features on it you know what i'm saying like for the night one of my favorite songs of the year you know what i'm saying 
little bait the bait the babies on it that shit crazy you know what i'm saying um no, the mini men the mini men flip oh my god oh my god he really bodied that shit bro he really bodied that shit like that is way better than the not not to shoot down the one on on the flip on savage because that one was dope too but right. this one was just have mercy on me, have mercy on me. So it was the same cadence and everything. And they already say that he sounds like 50. Mm -hmm. So for him to flip that, like 50 had to know that the, the comparison was there. And for 50 to, to even what to put that record on there, knowing like how uh, you know what I'm saying, like 50 could be a prideful nigga at times. It was like for him to be like, nah, this choice that fire. I gotta, I got to the album out technically, you know what I'm saying. He saw the potential in pop. He saw, yeah, he saw, bro. like he was the future. He was like, I see, I see talent. Yeah, bro. If you just talk about just the versatility, you got your drill records, you got your, you got your, um, you know what I'm saying, your your radio records, you got your girl records. You know what I'm saying, you got your street records. Like he gave, they gave you everything you would need to make this a successful album, and they Sorry. did that early in oh. the year too. This shit dropped. Very early. Oh, sorry. Well, all, well, it was felt early. Quarantine felt like two years. July. It, it dropped right before um the fourth. Um, number eight, I got King's Disease by Nas. Can I add that to my um honorable mention? Also, I forgot. Go that. right ahead. Okay. Uh, this 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 came out in that uh run that uh Hit Boy was on, um where he was just on everybody's shit. Um, this was entirely produced by Hit Boy. Incredible album. Um, he's got the Firm reunion on there as well. Um, yeah, like you wasn't liking that song when I was, we was talking about that shit. You know, I, I was wasn't. No, I wasn't liking the Fabio Ferg shit. Oh, uh, who was that? Said they like that shit. Was it Joe? Might have been Joe because I. That's a early record and shit like that. I, I like I like the Fabio joint. I'm like that. That doesn't rock. But I mean, I guess I'm wrong because everybody likes it. That so. shit hard, bro. Um, come on, bro. Nobody was expecting that shit. That's probably why I didn't like it because I was like, I did not expect this collaboration. Um, what you call it? This sounded so much. This is probably Nas's best album since Life Is Good. No, because I didn't like Life Is Good. What? I think I want to say the 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 untitled joint. I don't want to be an old nigga. The <laughs> untitled getting joint. up there, <laughs> nigga. You getting up there? You're only what three years younger than me, <laughs> nigga. Life is good should have been your shit. I mean, it was a time because the Don, the Don shit, the Don, the Don, Don, the Don. That was my. Shit. I had that as ringtone and everything. Yeah. But we could. That'll be another debate for another one. That was. A, we gotta go back to that year. That year of rap. Twenty twelve. Yeah, that was a good year. That's Kendrick, Dream Ch uh Meek dropped. Mm -hmm. Oh man, that was yeah, a lot of good shit that year. We gotta go back and talk. Okay. Next show, next show, mm -hmm. man. Uh, number seven is the first surprise. Um, director's cut two. That like of the all of them, that was the one that I liked the most. That's what you think of it because that's it has it has Hellraiser on there. Hellraiser is like of all like that's that's that shit. That this that needed to be a single. That's how good that song is. Um, Hellraiser was definitely fire. Number six, don't kill me, burden of proof. I like it. Quick question. I ain't trying to critique your shit at all. 
But no, you, go ahead, do, go you go by, do you go by the seven song theory that like that makes an album? It's like, I, I, I don't call them albums, I call them projects. But I still, you know, you know what I mean though. Like, yeah. Um, well, I mean, if it's streaming like an album, I guess like, would you like, consider oh, would you consider six songs and uh, like six songs under like an EP? Well, director's cut is an EP, it plays like an EP. No, but fuck it. I just consider it an album. Just, I don't know. I don't... Yeah, fuck it. Nigga, I don't know. Shit. No, 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 no. no. I, was asking, I was just asking. Um, number five. Okay, so this is where like I got real. It got to the nitty gritty here. Like this is where I couldn't really decide. So number five, pray for Paris. I know, I know, it's low. Bear with me. Um, pray for Paris. I can't tell you how many times I played George Bondo, still play that. That's on my playlist, on my gym playlist. Like that album, West Side went from here to here with that album. Like the the production, the 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 the, the rap and everything, the collab the collabs he had on there. Nigga had Jay Versace on there. He had a nigga tap dancing on there, like. It, he just reached another level with Pray for Paris. The cover, the um, David with the head of Goliath, like fire, bro. Like, Shout that out shit. Virgil. Shout that's out Virgil. Virgil. Yeah. yeah. Um, like that. That's that's why it's in my top five. Uh, number four is probably my favorite Griselda um, uh, album, uh, King to a God by Conway. I think that's of all of the, um, you know, when they dropped Burden of Proof, Who Made the Sunshine, and From King to a God. Honestly, I feel like From King to a God stuck to the Griselda formula the most. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? A very good thing. To me, Griselda formula. Griselda formula with production. and Because Burden of Proof, you know what I don't like about Burden of Proof? As perfect as it is, the production is, it, 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 it's too. It's the production sounds too mainstream. It's Hit Boy. I know. Conway doesn't didn't do that. Conway stuck to Derringer and Eric Sermon and DJ Shea and Conway stuck to what he knew, and it worked. West Side to a degree did too. With Wait, that don't make sense. That don't make sense. How how does a person? link with a producer who's having one of his best years and has one of one of his best albums with them is underwhelming it doesn't it doesn't i don't get it look point point blank period i would much rather hear benny on grimier beats so you don't want him to grow as an artist ah here we go i mean that's what their point of this that is not what i said that's that pretty not much what I you pretty much said stick to what you've been doing. Nah, nigga. Like, it just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just nostalgic. Maybe I still want that plugs I met, Tana That's talk. That boom bap shit that Joe Budden be talking about. I guess I'm guilty. Guilty. That's me. Yeah. That's why I like Conway's more because Conway sounds like the boom bap. Benny's album sound like some Rockefeller shit from 2002-2003. Not saying it's wrong, but it 
I, I don't want to hear him on lush beats and sh I want to hear him on Derringer fucking beats and Alchemist beats. But anyway, number three, Alfredo, my Freddie Gibbs. What more can you say, man? Album of the year. It's gonna win. I don't give a fuck. It's gonna win. Um, Alchemist and him, geniuses, man. It was a short listen, which is good to the point. Um, a lot of last dance references. I love that shit. The first song, 1985. Like that whole song is a fucking last dance reference. Um, the the, the guest appearance. He had Tyler on there fucking spitting. One of got Tyler's best verses. Like, cause I didn't even remember Tyler was not, he, he's not in the rapping shit no more. He's doing the singing and production now. So he got, got Tyler. Got in there with Alchemist and knew what time it was. Mm -hmm. He got him in a whole different bag. You don't get in the studio with Alchemist and go in there and start just bullshitting. Right. Um, and just the, 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 how quick they put this out and like, just how great it did. It was it, it, incredible. The merch. Bro, and, um, I forgot what his name was. I think it's Freddie's manager, if I'm not mistaken, but just been showing a lot of like video footage and photos from the little studio sessions and just seeing how they were cooped up in this like small little studio and just were just going through beats. And this is the guy to get this little, this, this great of a project, Grammy nominated project out of just being in this little ass room, just two dudes like that's just, just great hip hop shit. Um, number two, Reasonable fucking drought, stove god, stovey's home. God damn it! Like, what can you say? Like, what can I say about this album that I haven't already told you already? Like this shit, like fan, the punches, the production. Shout out Rock Marciano, the just the wittiness. That what the, what's the shit he said? The fucking both my exes are ten, and they both a dub. Like. Stove God, quietly, Stove, Hot, Stove God has had one of the best 2020s for a new artist that I have ever seen. Ever seen? That I, well, I said one of. One of. One of. I'm not saying the. I'm saying one of. And then number one, Price T in China. Because, I mean, that's not going to change. I went back. I actually, I went back. A couple days ago, and listen to Price of Tea in China. That shit hit like the first time, bro. I did too. I was listening to that shit. That shit hit like the first that when that Karoo album, when that Karoo first hits, or that Giant Slide, nigga. That like, album, one of my favorite transitions in that album. I gotta let me go to the album real quick. I gotta see this shit real quick. I got so many fucking albums in my playlist. Not my playlist, but my save shit. Got the fucking deluxe. You got forget about the deluxe shit too that he dropped too. He had right cool him and Camino was dope. He had the cool kids on there too. Oh yeah, when they go from this is my favorite trend from scrape the bowl to pinto slow road to snort. That little four trans oh, yeah. that four song run right there is crazy to me, son. It's crazy to me. I don't know why. I don't know why, but it's I just love that section of the album for some reason. That's a very with Benny. You get into two gutter, like two nice little gutter records for yourself, and then you go you in with that little with snort. Like, come on, right? Like, this is just the gutter ass section right here. Like, <laughs> oh man, man, oh man. But continue. That was, do you have anything I, else? That was, my, that was my number one. That was 
You mean like that's my like my top five was pretty much solid from when we did our um mid mid year. It was pretty much solid. Only oh, thing that okay. came was six to ten. Let uh, me play a record from there real quick. I got to take a piss. Oh, all right. <laughs> Yo, remember that nigga uh, Joe said that shit about me on the um on the chat that one day. What he was in the um, PS4 chat? You know, I laughed at the nigga uh, uh, DeAndre when he said something. What do you fuck? Like he said something about his pops or some shit like that. <laughs> he got a morbid sense of humor. I was like, what the yeah, fuck? A morbid sense of humor. <laughs> but man, uh, all right, we have to take that because I ain't feel like what's your, what's, your, what's your top ten. All right, so I said my number 10 is starting with Savage Mode. I guess I had to get my, like, sort of, like, had to start getting I, – I, I, my joint is, like, kind of a – just like, a little – try to mix it up a little bit. Not too much, though, but just I wanted to make sure – I, I didn't want to make it seem like I was just, like, you know what I'm saying, listening to just one thing all year, even though what that – the boom – the not boom bad, but just the gutter rap shit really was dominant this year. But I can't act like I wasn't in my, my fucking cars – car listening to you know what i'm saying it's like these fucking little uzis and fucking pop smokes and shit like that either you know what i'm saying so i try to make sure I, you know what i'm saying stayed as true as my ears as i possibly as i could cop your please early yeah no 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 it's all just make sure you know so got 10 at, at number 10 i got savage mode too i said those reasons already um nine i got crime scenes uh that's my favorite um ransom tape out of the whole series I feel like as as being as late as I was to it, I feel like never late as being late is, is it don't matter as long as you're there to hear the music, it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? Um it's all great shit. You know what I'm saying? You know, I had my early complaints, but you told me just hold on, just listen to shit like that. Right. And I really started hearing that he's really like making a like really making the songs link with the the titles and shit like that it's what i really wanted to in, see in his know? own way he like in the new one he does that and crime yeah does that. and i think that's why this is my favorite because that's what i wanted when i heard the first one so when i started to see it gradually get better 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 and better and better by the by this tape you know what i'm saying I was like, okay now this feel like this is the culmination right. in a sense you know what i'm saying and just the records on here is just is i feel like this is what this the best listen to all of them are great listens. It's no slaughter about it. But this one just from beginning to end, it felt like an album to me to an extent. Cause like this was the last joint for the year. You know what I'm saying? All of that such. But 
some of my standout records from that joint, man. Where is that? Where is that? Where is that? And this joint just came out 1218. That's how, you know what I'm saying? I, I listened to it so much. Like I said, replay value was so great on here because it wasn't that many. It was only seven songs. But um, go from Uncut Gems. That's, you know what I'm saying? I'm an Uncut Gem. One of, my favorite intros, one of my favorite intros this year. Good time with him and Stove God. Told you. Oh, him and Shay. Stove on the hook. Crazy. Killing them softly was dope. I like, I like the other Stove. Other Stove song on there. Oh, uh, the right. That shit was dope. A most violent year. You know, I'm still trying mm. to. Uh, that beat is crazy. Crazy, bro. Hell or high water. Like, it's such a smooth listen. And you could just whoop, 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 whoop. Straight through. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, production, amazing. Him and Nicholas Craven, we talked about it earlier. Those two dudes together, like he really made at least Nicholas Craven a household name for, you know what I'm saying, this this new crop of, you know what I'm saying, fans and such like that. Because I haven't heard about him prior, you know what I'm saying? So I'm a a fan of him now. For this year, I think Nick Craven is in the conversation, in the top five for producer of the year. Oh, yeah. For this year. I'm not mad at that at all. I'm not mad at that. I, at I had to preface it with saying this year. I, was like, I don't want to jump out the window. But yeah, that was that was a dope joint, man. I love the cover also, bro. The cover for this shit, dope, because he had the Samuel L. Jackson skit and shit like that. Ooh, and then it moves it on like when he does it on like on IG, the fucking the shots like they flash and shit. It probably does that shit on Spotify. But yeah, a lot of dope shit, man. Um, the skits were really amazing in this one too. I really did love the skits in this one. Um, but I got coming in at number nine. I mean, number eight. You're gonna kill me for this one. Oh man, price of tea in China, nigga. What <laughs> yo, no wonder when I was talking about it. No wonder when I was talking about it. You were like, you were like, yeah, 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 it's a great album. No, yeah, yeah. No, because when you say you spun it back, I literally spun the joint back probably like. Give me like, let's say, probably like four or five days ago, and it didn't matter. Listen, it went through so smoothly, and that's it's no. This is no knock to them at all for anything I'm about to say. It's not. I'm not about to say nothing negative at all. I just feel like the album is like, it's one vibe. You know what I'm saying? It's one. It's one. You get you're like, how I say, sir. Albums take you in different spaces and such like that. This is just one gutter ass night in Detroit. You know what you're, I'm saying? You're, you know what that means? That means the other seven gotta be. Oh yeah, I think they are. And you know, say so I always got, you know, I always got my reasons. But um, let me see. Let me go to price of tea in China real quick. Cause like I said, man, I really do love the album. Like I said, Karoof was the I kept listening to that song oh, back, to back, 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 back. You know what I'm saying? That was the one. That was the record that like okay. I, I can see I can see what people he's talking about with Boldy. Surf and turf, fire. You know what I'm saying? Scrape uh, the, the bowl, fire, slow roll, fire, snort, fire, gray October, fire, mustard speed. What it's not speed demon freestyle is one of my favorite records on here for real, for real. That beat, that's the most I feel that's the most uh beat that's kind of like outside of the pocket that they were in in this album. Am, am I wrong? 
Because that yeah. one felt a little bit more running, like, running, running for me. Or the the is it running or is it um running, running, run that one? Yeah, that, that's that, running. That's the one that it sounds like a little like I don't know. It, it didn't really fit. But. I don't know. If you just think about it, you go from songs like Snort, Slow Road, and you go like Speed. I don't know. It's just that feel like that's all. If I got a little bit more like just a little bit more, a little, little bit different type of beats hearing them on, just like a little bit more different tempo, maybe. Maybe that's just it. Yeah, that running beat, that running beat was like super fast. Yeah, that and the speed demon one, but maybe it's just those two. But outside of that, um, like I said, as as I have it, I felt like he did amazing in this pocket, but he didn't he didn't go to too many different pockets. Right. For me, you know what I'm saying? That's all. And that's just like I said, it came out early and just hearing different drums later. You know what I'm saying? That's all. But remember early when we Top did our premiere up there. So this is no this is nothing. I'm not knocking them at all. But like I said, great production, smooth ass listen straight through and through, man. Alchemist, man. Alchemist was on the run himself. He even had the cool kids on the fucking um on the uh deluxe, and the shit was hard. Like the the, the, the deluxe was dope too. Like you can't sleep on the deluxe. Um what you got at number eight. So that was the number eight. I'm just saying, bro. Hey, all my albums there. I'm gonna give all of them. I'm not gonna shit on nothing. They're all in my top ten, so. Um, number seven, I got the allegory. I thought this album was so dope. You talk about one of our like best lyricists in the game right now at the age he is. You know what I'm saying? This is one of our OGs in the game, Royce the Five Nine. Um, you talk just from talking about versatility and songs, the shit he was speaking on, messages, the the dope features we got. Man, we had Griselda on all of this shit. You know what I'm saying? Overcomer. Fubu, um, what's the job? Upside down, upside down, and all three of the records are fire. Like Overcomer is a weird one because there's no drums. Oh well, it is that part when they do all we did is slang, dope. No. It is a little basic um symbols in there, but um, where's the allegory? You know, I like looking at my trick my track list, but just the intro from the intro to dope man. I don't age. I don't age is crazy. He's barring on that shit. I don't, he's barring on that shit. The ice cream story on the interlude was dope, man. Um, on the block with him and DJ Premier, come to the block. Papers, yo, tell you, come on. Um, then you get to the fucking overcomer, fucking Fubu, upside down, the joint tricked. Tricked with him and um King Crooked is fire. Uh black people in America's dope, you know what I'm saying? Rhinestone do rag is dope. He's like basically saying, like, you know what I'm saying? I went through all of this shit. I did I went, I wore the rhinestone do-rag, so you don't have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh right, because he did wear one. So he's basically saying, like, you know what I'm saying? I don't know the direct message, but he's basically saying like, I, I went through all the fuck shit and all my trials and tribulations. So you guys, you know what I'm saying, you don't have to have to do that shit either, you know what I'm saying. They went to oh, rocket launcher, you know, all the crazy shit Royce used to be doing and shit like that. But I thought this album was such a great album. You're speaking on culture, you know what I'm saying? The versatility and bars, the content is really amazing. It's really amazing. Um, only thing I'll probably just give it a knock on is production. That's about it. The production really? is crazy to me. That's I think it does his own production on there. Yeah, it's probably just production compared to the rest of my albums is probably not that great. That's why I have a little bit lower on my list. But other than that, I think the lyrics is there. 
the bars is there, the impact is there. See, it's Grammy nominated. You know what I'm saying? I think that's really great. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Royce. Um, and plus, even with the, the title of, the, you know what I'm saying, the, the title of the allegory, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it all links into a, a story and shit like that. So, you know, he, that nigga been putting heavy thought, into, been putting heavy thought into his albums lately. Book of Ryan, you know what I'm saying? All of the shit. So shout out to Royce, man. Um, number six. Back to back years, bro. Yeah, man. Was the best out was one of the best albums of 2019. Just say three years. If you go Book of Ryan Prime in this, for real, for real. Yeah, check out um, him and Lupe podcast too. They got a nice little joint. Um, uh, but at number six, I got shoot for the aims, shoot for the star, aim for the moon. We were talking about it earlier, man. But like I said, this album, they say you can't, you couldn't go nowhere without hearing you nothing. Really couldn't. And bro, when this joint came out, I didn't listen to no, I didn't listen to Pop Smoke really like that before this. So I really just gave the album a chance. You know what I'm saying? I heard like mixtapes. Like, I mean, I heard singles from there. I didn't, I didn't listen to it. I wasn't real. I wasn't into drill before, so I'm not about to say like I was gonna be into drill now. You know what I'm saying? So I wasn't really jumping onto the NY drill scene like that. But I was like, you know what? Let me just give it a chance. You know what I'm saying? Let me just give it a chance. I just played it when I was in the work van and shit like that, bro. And I just started hearing. I was like, it's a different kind of energy. Hold on, this shit. Shit, it really is just like some really good fucking music, bro. Like, like I said, for the night, gangsters, yeah, yeah, snitching, make it rain, the woo, which was a song that got popping pretty late, too. Yeah, uh, fucking something special, swat something special. What you know about love, Diana got like from something special to got it on me is like literally back to back, you know what I'm saying. Got it all use a hit song, you know what I'm saying? It's really nothing but good to hit songs on here, and that's like says a lot, you yeah. know. What I'm saying? It's just sad that he's not here to reap the benefits, you know what I'm saying? It's fucking terrible, bro. It is fucking terrible. Like, like I said, only reason just it's it's could have used it could have had a couple less songs on here. Like, I could have did without the little the, the mood swing joints, the enjoy yourself, west coast. shit. Could have did without creature. Well, creatures, all right. Depends. You know what West saying? Coast. I didn't really like West Coast. West yeah, there's a couple joints I could have could have done without. But other than that, man, this was a great fucking album, bro. Fun listen. Easily the great replay value. You know what I'm saying? They like I said, Fifty did his fucking thing curating the shit, man. Definitely did his thing. Uh, number five, I got reasonable drought. Um, everything you said, man. Like you said. Production wise, hits the mark. Rock Marcy killed this shit. Bars, you know what I'm saying? Stove guy, punchlines are Not some of the stretches right now. And especially talk about that drug talk. Like, you know what I'm saying? Hooks, crazy. You know what I'm saying? Good, really good replay value, man. Like, sold the break off the church parking lot. Hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I love it. I love the album. Like I said, it grew on me late because I, I kept kept forgetting to just yeah. it kept passing by me to just listen to it and when i finally did it hit couldn't tell me shit bro <laughs> couldn't tell me shit you know what i'm saying like and he's cooking on everybody else's verses now like yeah. you know saying he's everywhere now like he stole the show on west side shit too he stole the show on there you know, oh yeah also yeah, well he that was a showcase in a sense for real for real mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying i think west more so saying hey yo hey world hey look at this nigga right here b 
then Rock Marcy would say, hey, let me care. We cook something up for you. Here you go. You, 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 you know what I'm saying? That's for you. Beautiful beats for you to rhyme on. And people can be able to hear this, you know what I'm saying? Fire shit, man. I think that album, if if you were if you weren't a fan of him before, you know what I'm saying, this album definitely made you a fan of him. You, you could know? let it rock too, like straight through. Straight through. And the next, and literally all the albums I got coming up next are albums I literally play straight through. You know what I'm saying? So that I got Pray for Paris coming at number four. Um, only reason why I did it's not at my number one like it was in the beginning of the year. It's just, you know what I'm saying? I'd probably just say. Like I said, production was there. I probably I just say I don't know. I just probably Wes is just probably not the probably the best rapper out of all of them. You're probably just that, yeah. but he's a gold face though. Yeah, I don't I don't know what the, I don't know what it is that took it out of my number one spot. I don't know if I just listened to the uh, these more albums more, so I don't know. But it just fell down a little bit when I just gave everything a re-listen. I was like, oh, just this isn't better than this one as I think before. But you know what I'm saying. But with that being said, it still has some of my favorite records on here. The the sequencing, the the vision of the album. Like I said, the first one you got the 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 fucking minus the four million plus tax intro. The first thing is the on no vacancies, the the pianos and shit. It's just feel you that that classical feel. You just hear bonjour. You know what I'm saying? It's just we are we already you know, encompassing the whole Paris feel. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, the cover. The linking up with Virgil, you know what I'm saying? Even Virgil was doing the um the night of the album release, and he did a DJ set doing the album and shit like that. Um, fucking like I said, the cover is fucking dope. I, I really love this fucking cover. I think the yes, dope too. Yes, like made that album. Like they didn't make it, but just like the um the this like a, is this is a, this is a very different West Side project. I feel like this was like if anything felt like a a debut album for him. This felt like a debut album, and this mm -hmm. is what I feel like a West Side album, a West Side Gun debut album would feel like. You know what I'm saying? It's taking you to a whole nother vibe. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, you get the George Bondo shit. You know what I'm saying? The Griselda, the Fire, 327, one of my standout records of the year. You know what I'm saying? J fucking Billy Esco on the hook. Shout out. To, you know what I'm saying? Buffalo shit, man. He has that hook is it's really the heart of that song. You know what I'm saying? And then you get Joey, you know what I'm saying? Some fire verse. You get Tyler, fire verse. You know, so you get West, fire verse. Um, I think uh, Camo Monk did the uh, production too, man. Like I said, all of this shit, smooth ass record. French Toast, him and Wale. Mm. One of my favorite link ups this year. You know what I'm saying? You would think, you know what I'm saying? They would have been linked up. You know what I'm saying? Two niggas, you know, wrestling. wrestling, fashion, rhymes. Like, come on. This was dope to link up. You know what I'm saying? And the song was just dope, you know what I'm saying? But now I'm out here in Paris. Paris, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I like shit like that. There was a it was a common theme. That's what and that's why I like, you know, say a theme is it's that adds to shit, you know what I'm saying? Where it may not you may like may like not be the best lyricist, but it's a it's it's a it's the story or whatever you're you're you want people you're trying to tell that's encompassing. You know what I'm saying? Um, you get to Eurostep, Eurostep, obviously some more European shit, but one of my favorite verses of the year. You kill me for saying you ain't you don't see it like, but I think West I West went the fuck in on this shit. This is when you this is the West where people be like, Oh, West don't got rhymes. Oh, well, you get shit like this, you know what I'm saying? Um, Allah sent me that one of the illest beats this year, bro. 
fucking 500 ounces, another one of the illest beasts this year. Freddie Gibbs bodied this shit. Uh, Versace, we talked about it. Jay Versace, you know what I'm saying? One of uh, my, his production debut for me. Um, Claybor kick him and Boldy linking up again. Uh, Sean versus Flair, him and Premier linking up. Party with Pop Smoke. Then we get Lay, Lay, whatever that name is. I don't know how to say that shit, but the tap dance shit, just different shit. You know what I'm saying? But the album is such a smooth, and literally, I can. T- it's no, it's no skips on this joint. There, I mean, there's one for me, but which one? Um, Euro stuff. Yo, you're bugging. There's, there's no skips on here for me, man. Um, but let's like say that shit, crazy fucking album. Shout out to West Side for that, man. Then we go to Benny, Burden of Proof. I mean. Him and Hit Boy, I think him linking up with Hit Boy. What you say you you thought the mainstream sound was, I think that's what a lot of people thought it was going to be, but I don't think that's what we got. And I think when we saw, like, I felt Hit Boy was coming, you know what I'm saying, to Benny's world more, but still, you know what I'm saying, being Hit Boy. He's not trying to be Andrew. He's not going to try to don't be. Don't get me wrong. I like the album. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm just, I'm, no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. I was saying like I feel like he was trying to still meet, you know what I'm saying, meet him meet him where he's at, but still be hit boy in the sense and still put his spin on the shit. That's why I think when we get records like, you know what I'm saying, the, the burden of proof record, like just the beginning of that shit, it slaps, you know what I'm saying? Right at you. And and Benny, like he's it's feel like this dude really shows he can he can adapt to pretty much any beat he's on, you know what I'm saying? Where we go from records like this to Where Would I Go to Sly Green to One Way Flight, and he's in his pocket in every joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think my like some of my favorite records on here is songs like uh, Famous. You know what I'm saying? Where he's talking about you know what I'm saying? How I feel if I you know what I'm saying? Um, what's the what do you say? What do you say? What do you say? What do you say? All right, he basically he's saying that he didn't feel famous. Yeah, he didn't feel famous until like. He still don't feel famous or some shit like that. He still don't feel famous. It hasn't hit him. I feel like we got a more personal Benny on this album with records like this, Timeless, especially New Streets. I love that record. Trade It All. Thank God I made it. Like, like, I thought we got a way more, like what we wanted from Conway and what we got on From King to a God and versus like, you know what I'm saying, on Babies and Fools and shit like that. You know, the cow, stuff like that. Stuff that we wanted from him, we started to get. I felt we started to get that from Benny more. Where it's like, okay, we we know that we know the street tales, but let's know about Benny the person. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like we got that in this in this album. And once again, Benny's one of the best rappers in the game right now. And the way he puts this shit together, it's it, genius. It, it's smooth as fuck to listen to. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, some of my standout records. Like I said, uh, one way flight, burden of proof. Timeless. We got one of Wayne's best verses in years on this joint. Oh, on Timeless, hell yeah! Got one of Wayne's best verses. Um, I really was, I really was, I really like the Over the Limit record more so because it's a different style of beat for Benny, and he still was in his pocket, like in this shit. It's like it's like a West Coast shit. Yeah, like that driving down the highway shit. You know what I'm saying? And he was still in his pocket. Um, like I said, trade it all. Like I really like this album through and through, man. Legend, all of that shit, man. Great, great album. 
him and Hit Boy, you know what I'm saying, linked amazingly, added to the list of Hit Boy for the year. You know what I'm saying? Um, man, it, it's when we talk about producer of the year, man, it's really it's it's tough when you go because both dudes really got, you know what I'm saying, great solo albums with artists. You know what I'm saying? Then my number two I got from King to a God. If you talk about an album that's just from beginning to end, you getting gritty bars. You know what I'm saying? You're getting pain. You're hearing great production. You're hearing dope features. Like, that's what From King to a God gave me. Um, let me see if I can find the joint real quick. That's how I just type it in. Yeah. But yeah, from like Link Ups with Dage Loaf, which was random to me. Thought that Fair God record was crazy. From King, the intro, we start with Fire, Bard, the Dan Tony line, fucking crazy. You know what I'm saying? We get Fire features from Method Man on this joint with Lemon Squeeze. Havoc. Ha -ha Havoc on there. Flea Havoc Lord. Juvenile Hell, producing that shit. Doe and Domani, the link between Alchemist and uh, uh, Darren. Darren shit. We get the, the words from Shay interludes, man. Those were beautiful. Forever were, dropping tears, man. Forever dropping tears, bro. Come on, bro. Front lines, man. Come on. Mm. Spurs three. Jesus Christ is nothing. Le like, it's so many dope. See nothing yeah, but man. Jesus. You see uh, what I'm saying? Like, yo, Conway had the best one. I'm just, that's what I said. I mean, that's what I said. It grew on me more. It grew on me more. Like I said, just listening to it straight through is like, even to the records like Anza, you don't like that record. I know I, that's a skip, but I like it personally. Even when I seen him perform it on the title joint, like he's going to like, he's going to love performing that because it's just a dope like pop and record. Which is like I said, the the guys were this year were doing shit outside of their box, and the shit in my opinion still worked. And that's that's more credit to them. You know, what I'm saying as artists to being showing that they're not I just grimy rappers. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying for me personally. No, no, no. I'm I'm just saying this the for the record for the record being made, that type of record being made. You know what I'm saying? Um, like I said, this shit was dope. Like I said, the words were Shay. And this is like this is the first one we got right after um Shay passed, also. So to hear that, the, the words from him, the interludes, hearing the pain about him, that third was the third verse on Forever Drop of Tears. Mm -hmm. Like, man, that shit Camino on the hook, man. It just, yeah, it just it felt right, man. Like it if you had to pick a DJ Shea tribute song, I think that that would be it. They did him justice. Most definitely, most definitely, man. Most definitely, man. Um, and my number one, man, I gotta go with Alfredo. I feel like with that, after everything I said with all of these joints, this joint, Freddie Gibbs, man. If you talk about just rapping, this dude has really probably been in my opinion, probably the best rapper of the year. Like he's I think been, he's number one. I think he's he's number one for me. He's had one of the best albums. He's cooking on every single verse, like literally every cooking on every single verse, bro. The four I just started listening to Four Thanks, and that shit is one of my favorite songs of the year. Like that sh that room that hit boy and that that they've been cooking up in has been cooking out, been been pushing out hits. Because yeah, that's like hyperbolic time chamber. Bro, same with Alchemist, bro. That little room, the cooking food, bro. But man, like Freddie Gibbs, man, that this album is just so fucking crazy. You talked about it earlier. 
just the witty lines, like with the fucking um, cocaine circus shit, like that right after the shit comes out. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, what else? Oh, yeah, I forgot to put the ba- baby, baby shit was dope too. Like Bro, that was God is perfect. Scotty Bean with him and Rick Ross. Um, the stories he was talking like on this shit too. He's a great like little storyteller. Like he he knows how to go in the pockets of talking gritty shit, going in depth about his life, talking some fly shit, funny shit, anything he can do it flawlessly. You know what I'm saying? Like you get songs like that, Frank Lucas, something to rap about, Babies and Fools, which is one of my favorite records this Baby year. Skinny Shug is crazy. All glass is crazy. Like he got personal on this album. He should he got he was talking heavy on this album. Like he got records he could even move as like a you know what I'm saying for the for women, like whatever you wanted, you got on this album. And I feel it's it's at a rapping at a at an eight one level, you know what I'm saying? And it's only 10 songs, so you can just it's the replay value is so easy. Exactly, you can keep playing, and you don't. It's not. It doesn't feel like a drag. Key to me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yes, it's some albums where it could be 20 songs and it's good. But if I have an album that's definitely it's just as good as with 10, I'm gonna lean towards that one a little bit more. I'm sorry. No, yeah, that because it's it's the intake. How you how you digest music nowadays? We have short attention spans, so the shorter the album, and if you can compact a lot of good music in that short amount of time. You got our attention. Right. You know what I'm saying? It I feel like Alfredo did that perfectly. Perfectly. This like this was, in my opinion, not not saying it is the perfect album, but for 2020, this album was like the perfect album. It was like yeah, that's why I think it should win the Grammy. It deserves it. It would be a great story. To say that, but I don't know, like. It was. It gave me everything I wanted out of there. It was like you know what I'm saying. It had me join that I could just I can get you know what I'm saying get gritty to it. I can laugh bars. I can laugh at you know what I'm saying. It had me shit like damn. I ain't know that about you know what I'm saying, son. Like all that type of stuff. You know what I'm saying. So shout out to Freddie Gibbs, man. Those are our those are our top ten albums of the year, man. Uh, Let's run through our fucking. um, I got. I gotta break out because I gotta gotta work tonight. So oh, I gotta yeah. break out. Oh yeah, yeah. So you actually matter of fact, fuck it. We, we can do it. We can save it for part two. You want to do part two tomorrow? Yeah, we could do it. Just split it and then just drop this tomorrow and then just drop part yeah. two the next day. Yeah, bet. I'm with I'm that. With it. Yep. So yo, we are going to save our uh, best rappers and wrestling um joints of the year for for the next show. So stay tuned. We're gonna have these. Right. You know what I'm saying? My man gotta get to work. No trap. My don't fault, man. Trap, trap don't sleep. Don't but I do. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get your bars off podcast, right. man. Shout out to everybody that was in the chat, All man. Right. We out this joint, man. Stay tuned for part two, man. Stay tuned for tomorrow, part two. man. Same time. Follow us on all streaming sites: YouTube, Spotify, Apple, Twitter, all of that stuff. Get your bars off podcast. Iris Starks. Loso, Loso. 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 Loso.